another week of the A to Z show. Yeah, finally back, huh? Yeah. Really doing a good job of that whole, let's make sure we record more regularly yeah. this time. Oh, yeah. And I've certainly been netting them on time, so we're all good. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm a fucking terrible businessman. Hey. I'm really good at making content. I'm not good at um, sticking to uh, timelines and doing it when I'm supposed to do it. That's fine. It makes the times when you are here even more you know, creative. You should just start doing ones like by yourself. <laughs> you can just read out the topics, and then I'll just like live, live, live tweet it back. Oh, okay. That took me a while to get that mm-hmm. term out. Jesus, <laughs> live, 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 live tweet it back. I fucking stutter. It's still there, man. It's not going away. Mm. I've had it for a while. I got better with it. Yeah. But it's just. I mean, I've had it since I was like eight. <laughs> yeah, it's. Quite a while to overcome that then. Relearn everything. It's because I got molested when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So. By Pennywise? <laughs> no, it was my priest. Oh, okay. He was not. Dressed right. as Pennywise? Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, he was definitely dressed like a clown. Okay. That's because it was for the, the, the uh, Toys for Tots thing. So, mm. you know. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I love it when we just start super dark like that. Yeah. This is so much fun to me. Mm-hmm. <sighs> There's something seriously wrong. Inside of me. That's why I love you. No, I just really gotta take a shit. Is what mm. I was talking about. Okay. <laughs> There's something wrong in my lower intestine. Mm. Specifically that area. Oh man, scratch my eye here. How you been, big guy? What you been up to? I'm doing actually pretty good. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Had this thing for a while where my shoulder hurt, but mm-hmm. you know, just slept that off after you know four or five days, and it's good now. So. Nice. Yeah. I work at a hospital. Doesn't mean I need to go to one. Yeah, fuck that. That's for nerds. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. It's such a shit day today. Because of the rain? No, I like the rain. Oh. Um, but, uh, because it hides my tears. Mm. <laughs> no, I actually do enjoy kind of like overcasty, like rainy weather. Do you? Yeah, just kind of, it's, 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 uh, it's soothing. Mm. You know what I mean? In a way, yeah. Maybe it's just a the nice Irish. thunderstorm is always good too. Yeah, maybe it's just the Irish in me. I don't know. Do they, they like rain? Well, it just rains all the time in fucking Ireland. Oh, so. they have to like it. Then. Yeah. Okay. They don't have a choice. <laughs> you go like it. You can wear this fucking sweater. <laughs> That's why they're fighting all the time. It's always raining and they're like covered in uh, fucking itchy ass sheep sheep wool sweaters. Yeah. They're just fucking just scratchy all the time and. No vitamin D. All they get is potatoes and whiskey. They're just yeah. like, fuck it, of course you're going to fight. Yeah. See, it's the Irishman's dilemma. Do you eat the potato now or let it ferment and then drink it? <laughs> the classic quandary. It's a classic Irishman's, uh, uh, fuck, what's the word? Paradox or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, we had a pretty shit week last week, which is why we missed recording. That's fine. I mean, it happens. Yeah. Had another seizure, which is kind of a bummer, but you know, again, fairly mild, like nothing like I'm not gonna die or anything anytime soon. Okay. It's, it's more just uh, getting you're my you're not like falling to the ground twitching or anything. No, I'm I'm doing that. Oh, okay. But it's just it's they're very mild, like they're like two minutes long, hmm. and then I just come back to it. The only thing that sucks is that I bite my tongue, which is like the worst fucking thing. Yeah, because you can't like eat, and for the first two days, like your tongue's kind of swollen. So you really can't talk that well, and it almost hurts to, like, swallow shit. Oh, like, yeah, you definitely can't podcast at that it's point. It's just a fucking bummer. And then it also just always just depresses me, because I just get fucking angry. And uh, it's just getting my, 
medication straightened out. I think we're good now. But um, or we will be later in September when I go for my doctor's appointment. But uh, Are you doing like a venom personality here? Oh my god, I wish you just used we like four times. Yeah, talking about yourself. Yeah. Okay. We. <laughs> we are venom. Hmm. I actually liked. <laughs> What'd you say? The the royal we? How dare you? You know I'm not a, a monarchist. But uh, I actually kind of like the Venom movie. I know that we we talked about it, but I'm still kind of torn on it. I still need to check it out. Uh, but uh, yeah, last week we had, we had that, so we couldn't uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. And then um, that's fine. I, I was busy on Thursday, also. Yeah, I was going to bring up with all the. 40th anniversary of Apocalypse Now with the director's cut. Oh, it's such a good movie. It really was. Like, it's a long one. That's such a good movie. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, the director's cut's what, like four hours? Uh, No, it's like 3.15. 3.15, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, well, shit, they didn't cut much then, because I think the regular runtime's like two and a half. Yeah, it's so. more like alternate takes and oh, stuff like that okay. is what it no, is. Yeah. But yeah, it looked beautiful. They had it in the IMAX theater, so... Oof. Huge, you know, screen. How was the fucking the helicopter scene? Oh, just, man. just amazing. Yeah, just goosebumps. <laughs> nice. That ride of the Valkyrie starts up, and you're like, oh man. You just get so fucking. That just gets you hyped. Mm-hmm. You're, you're like ready to go to fucking war. Oh yeah. I'm 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 not even a guy who supports war, but like as soon as that movie come kicks on, I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do let's invade a country. What are we mm-hmm. waiting for? Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. Like it's so controversial, you know. Like that that whole fight sequence didn't need to happen. They were yeah. charging into enemy territory just so he could surf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Char- Charlie don't surf. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> fucking great fucking scene, though. Oh, yeah. so good. Uh, He's definitely the best character. In Kilgore, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sergeant Kilgore. Yep. It really is just that. I mean, like, I can't even say it's an underrated movie because it's fucking everybody holds it in high regards. Yeah. But people don't talk about it a lot. I know. And I was talking about this with our friend Ray. I think it's maybe an unpopular opinion, obviously, but I really think I like it better than The Godfather. I think it's my favorite Coppola movie. Oh, 100%. I mean, a lot of people would disagree with that. Well, the, a, a lot of people who say The Godfather is the best movie ever made have never watched The Fucking Godfather either. I want to point that out. <laughs> At least in my generation. There's yeah, a lot of guys. That's probably fair, yeah. There's a lot of fucking like hipster yeah. coffee shop hangouts who are... You know, wearing beanies and all seasons and shit like that, like those kind of guys. Maybe they've like, seen some YouTube clips or something. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah they they've watched like a couple. You know, uh, oh, what's that one guy? He's actually a pretty good YouTuber. Um, every scene of film, or no, every, every oh, fuck, what is it? God damn it! Every oh, every frame a painting. Oh, that's okay. what it is. And he's a really good YouTuber, and he does, like, movie breakdowns and shit like that. He's really good. I'm not talking shit on him. Okay. I'm talking shit on guys who watch his shit of, like, where he discusses the art, the artistry that is The Godfather. That's the video those guys are watching, and they're like, The Godfather's like the greatest movie ever made. I'm like, you've never fucking watched it. I can guarantee you haven't. You suck. No, I... It's just so good. Like I think Apocalypse Now is better the than The whole build-up the entire time, you know, going upriver and all mm-hmm. the different... Things that they see, and then just that whole build-up to Brando's reveal. Oh God! And just he's you know shrouded in darkness for the first half of that scene. It's like the last, and just like mumbling nonsense. Like he's so crazy. He's yeah, so he's far gone. gone. He's just yeah. gone. Oh yeah. It's a beaut. It's it's so beautifully done. Yeah. And by that point, Sheen is too. You know. Yeah. Like, and that's just, like that 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 was Sheen. Like he was stretching the fucking uh, the the acting muscles in that too. He acts absolutely. his dick off in that fucking movie for oh, sure. Yeah. And I mean. There's documentaries on it and stuff, like obviously, but 
even just watching it, you can just tell that that was a fucking bitch to film, mm. to go through that process over there. Oh, yeah. Well, like, Coppola almost did, like, the sort of, the, like, Kubrick style of it, where he was like, I'm gonna put you guys through hell, so you feel like you are in fucking war, so mm-hmm. this movie looks fucking real, because I'm here to make fucking movies. Yeah. It's like, it's like the same thing that, like, uh, Kubrick did during The Shining, where he just berated Shelley Duvall constantly to make her feel more alone and scared mm-hmm. and shit like that. Like, and you can tell, like, you compare that performance to her other movies, she's a shell of a person in The Shining. Exactly. <laughs> and it's perfect. <laughs> Like, the only thing I don't like about it is that everybody see those videos and they're like, oh my god, Kubrick was an asshole. It's like, no, he was a perfectionist. He wasn't being mean. I mean he can be both. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it, he, he wasn't berating Shelley Duvall because she can't act, because that's clearly hmm. a lie. Shelley Duvall can fucking act. Yeah, yeah, no. He's berating her to get her into the mind of Wendy so that the movie is better. You want to call that an asshole, that's fair. I consider it an artist myself, but I think Kubrick's... I, I like Kubrick more than Coppola, I'll be honest with you. I mean, that's kind of a uh, John Elway uh, fucking, um, who's the other one? Marino. Yeah, it's like the Elway-Marino argument where it's like, oh, who, who is the, the best ever? You're both right, you know what I mean? You could be like, Coppola's one of the greatest directors, like, or the greatest director ever. And even like Kubrick would probably be like, oh yeah, for sure, Coppola's awesome. And then if you told Coppola, like, I think Kubrick's the greatest director ever, he'd be like, fuck yeah, did you see The Shining? That was amazing. He was yelling at Shelley Duvall off scene. That was like when I was throwing shit in a legion-fested river the whole time. It's fucking up. That guy gets movies. <laughs> no, uh, Apocalypse Now is... I mean, I I definitely uh, agree with you. And, I mean, it sucks that I... I... Is, is that a controversial uh, opinion to say that that's the best Coppola movie? I would think so. Most, most lists I've seen... Like that are ranking, you know, the top American films or anything like that. Yeah, you almost always get like Godfather and even Godfather Two in like the top ten or fifteen. And Godfather Apocalypse is usually that, that like around the thirty to fifty range. So Godfather Two is not even that good. Of a movie. The Godfather Three is better than Godfather Two. Whoa, whoa! Now you're really pissing people <laughs> off. People just turned off this podcast. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean. Uh, again, like I'm saying, and I'm not talking shit on, on the Godfather. It is a fucking oh, no. beautiful uh, piece of artwork. It is, I mean, there's a reason why a lot of fucking like screen uh, screenwriters and shit like that, and like screenwriting books that you'll read will tell you watch The Godfather, learn how to write a, a screenplay through that and stuff like that. It's that good. It's a textbook example of a movie. However, I think it gets um, some of that added. Like it's sort of. To bring it back to Batman, like I always do, mm-hmm. you remember how um, Heath Ledger died? Cause I he, do. Because he committed suicide like six months after the Dark Knight movie or however fucking long it was. Allegedly. And then everyone was like, fucking, uh, yeah, no, it was the Olsen twins killed him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, then, then, then like as soon as that happened, everyone was like, this is the greatest iteration of the Joker. No one should ever play that character again. They should retire it. He should win every Oscar. It's almost that kind of a feeling with The Godfather where it's just gotten so much hype that everyone has to be like, this is the greatest fucking movie ever We have to compare it to this. Yeah. And if anyone says that The Godfather's not good, then they don't fucking know movies. And I'm like, you're the same guy who pays, you know, fucking Disney $8,000 a year for the same fucking movie that they give you in three different universes. That's about it. And you're going to sit here and tell me like, oh, I don't know movies because I think that Apocalypse Now is a better film than The Godfather not taking anything away from either movie to say that I enjoy personally Apocalypse Now and I think it was a harder movie to shoot so to me that makes it a better movie 
there was more effort put into Apocalypse Now than there was in Godfather. Yeah, for sure. I've never read the Godfather book, though. Yeah, I haven't either. wonder if that would change my mind. It could. And to be fair, too, I I need to do another rewatch of them soon. It's been well over a decade since I've seen I the say, Godfather I, movies. It's but. probably been about four or five years since I've watched The Godfather. Yeah. Well, AMC used to always play it on like Thanksgiving or something like that. Oh, yeah. So I remember like five years ago, I was just watching it on TV. <laughs> nice. But, uh, I mean, yeah, no, I don't think I have watched The Godfather in a while. It's such a... It's a... It's it's not a chore because it's a good movie, but right. it is a it's you got to clear your fucking calendar for that day because oh yeah you're gonna kill three and a half hours easily. And that's not counting like piss breaks and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, or commercials if or it's commercials. Yeah. yeah, just fucking rent it on Amazon or something like that. Don't don't watch it on TV because then they're gonna cut out all the gruesomeness and the shit like that and ruin mm-hmm. some of the parts that everybody likes. So just just don't do it. Yeah, no. I did have some other exciting news. Oh. The next anniversary screening coming to AMC in Edwardsville is next week, staying for a full week throughout the whole weekend Ooh. in the Dolby Theater. The one with the you know, nice seats yeah. and the surround sound shakes your seat and everything. It's the 20th anniversary of The Matrix. Oh, shit. That's going to be a fun theater to watch oh, that God, in. Yeah, that'll be good to watch it I in. can't wait. I already got my ticket for that for Friday. That'll so. be fun. Yeah. And it, and it's it's perfect too. How ironic is it? This is the twentieth anniversary of the Matrix, and it's also like the the renaissance of Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like now he's the most popular guy ever. Oh yeah, easily. I mean, I'm a little hipstery uh, about it right now, just because I've been pumping up Keanu for like seven or eight years at this point. I've always talked about how awesome Keanu Reeves was. Yeah, you never really left his side. No, I was always there. I'm like the one of the apostles. I'm not uh, Mark, who who was like fucking, you know, denying him. I was always at his side. I'm like, uh, I don't know my my biblical history very well. Yeah, whatever, it doesn't matter. Peter, yeah. Peter was the one. That yeah, played. Peter. Because he was there. the first pope, right? Jesus was like, yeah, you're gonna carry on yeah, wherever yeah. I die. And as as you hold on earth, so shall it be held in heaven. Which is the uh, tag or the uh, entire plot to Dogma for all you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm I was totally Peter to Keanu's Jesus. Nice. I was always at his side. Every time people would be like, "You couldn't even act," I'm like, "You're fucking wrong, dog." Keanu's awesome. And then like I knew all about his like his band that he was in, Dog Star. He played the bass. Mm-hmm. He, uh, I mean, the band still exists. They still tour. Oh, do they? Oh yeah. And then he has his, like, sister who has a medical disorder that pretty much all of his money he's ever made has, like, gone to, like, helping her. And then when she passed, all of his money he started making just went to, like, children's hospitals. Really? So she's like, fuck it, I'm just going to pay for them then. Instead. But then wouldn't tell anybody he was doing it because he was like, that's not charity if I'm just like, hey, everybody, look at the money I'm handing out. He was like, no, I'm just going to give the money and I don't want fucking attention. Leave me alone. I'm just trying to be a dude. Just trying to chill. All right, man? <laughs> and then his whole... uh the fact that he's been Winona Ryder's, like, uh, number one person forever. He's always pumped her up, and he's like, nah, she's fucking awesome. Even whenever she got, like, busted for shoplifting and stuff like that. He yeah, was like, that old controversy. Yeah, he was like, yeah, and he's like, yeah, you know, that's a bummer, and it was a bad mistake, but she's, she's a good person, and she's a fucking fantastic actor, and all, and all you guys are wrong to talk shit on her. It's like his favorite leading lady, which is kind of a dig at Carrie Ann Moss, but, you know. Well, a little bit. <laughs> Because that's where he made his money, man. He made some shit fucking money on The Matrix. Yeah, well, maybe not the first one, but the sequels for sure. The sequ- although he spent, 
uh, it was either the second or the third one. He pretty much gave his entire uh, bonus that he got for it, which was like, I don't know, $250 million or something like that because he got like a cut of the box office because mm. that was part of his contract. He uh, bought the entire effects crew new motorcycles. Because he was like, you guys are the reason these movies are so good. You've been making all the effects. So, got y'all new motorcycles, guys. What do you think about this shit? You're the reason I look so cool. He's like, yeah, you made me fly and I was stopping bullets and shit. That was awesome. I thought it was real. I didn't know what was going on. So, I got you guys new motorcycles. What do you think? Pretty dope. Anyway, I'm going to go heal the blind. I'm Keanu Reeves. I'll be back later. Keanu's the man. Always has been. Always will be. Keanu was also... uh, Immortal, as we all know. Oh, okay, good. So we'll never get another, or we'll never not stop on John Wick. Have you ever heard that uh, meme? Oh, uh-uh. there's a, it's like a 16th or 17th century like uh, French poet that there's a, a, um, a painting of him and it looks exactly like Keanu Reeves. Oh, really? Yeah. And so like the whole joke of the internet, the meme is that like, oh, Keanu Reeves is fucking uh, immortal and he's just you know is always some kind of an artist. He was getting interviewed on, like, some British reality show. This is probably five, six years ago. And they were like, hey, so, uh, you know, ha- have you seen this little, like, thing going on the internet where there's this picture of you, uh, of this picture of this uh, poet, and everybody thinks that it looks like you. And he has, like, the most, like, guilty time traveler answer ever, where he's just like, oh, yeah, I guess that does kind of look like me. That is pretty nuts, huh? Yeah. Weird. Anyway, what were we talking about? I'm just like, <laughs> fucking, that is Keanu Reeves. Holy shit. He perfectly deflected that. That son of a bitch. <laughs> that beautiful bastard. Oh, just got the notification. The game has started, sir. The game is on. Uh, but yeah, um, fuck, I have one other. Oh, one more Keanu Reeves thing, then I'll stop. Okay. Um, well, again, for now. Like I was talking about. We all know he might we... come back up in topics. No, Spoiler sure. alert. That's fine. I don't care. I'll talk about Keanu forever. I can okay. do a whole fuck. I'll do four hour long Keanu podcast. <laughs> call it the Keanu cast. I'll change this whole A to Z. It'll oh. be A to Q or A to K. Q. Where does the Q come from? I don't know. It is the questions of why I can't mm. remember how Keanu Reeves' name is spelled. Uh, <laughs> Quee yeah. on you. No, I'll just do A to, a to K. And I'll, I'll do a whole fucking season of just Keanu podcasts. I'll just for the first four or five episodes, I'll just talk about Keanu for about an hour and a half to two hours, okay. and then after that, I'll just go through his whole IMDb biography, okay. and I just watch every one well, of his movies. You're gonna have to edit those yourself because I don't want to sit through that. That's fine. Okay, I'm not gonna edit them. I'm gonna do it live, <laughs> live. Although you know what, something about Keanu, one of his movies, it's a movie, and again, talking about underrated films. Okay, The Replacements. You haven't seen it. You've never seen that one? I have not. It's a football movie uh, where, like, the players go on strike. It's It's got Gene Hackman in it, too, which is fucking awesome. Hmm. Gene, yeah. Gene Hackman's, like, the coach of this fake NFL team. Not, not fake. It's movie. But it's, like, the NFL. They can't say NFL because, you know, they wouldn't give them the rights to Maybe anything they like that. pay for it, yeah. But um, the whole plot is that uh, all the players go on strike. And so... The NFL organization, the football organization of whatever that movie is, gets uh, wants to keep having games go on and people want to still watch football. So they get like a bunch of, you know, uh, guys who missed their shot to be in the pros, guys who got injured, anything like that. And then like a bunch of old coaches and stuff who aren't in it. And Gene Hackman's one of them. 
and uh, Keanu Reeves is Shane Falco, Footsteps Falco from Ohio State. Oh. He's the quarterback. Of course he is. Yeah, and he's got beautiful hair. And he's really good. And it's a really good sports movie. Oh, yeah? And people don't talk about it, but it's it's kind of funny. I was going to say, it sounded like a comedy when you were it describing is. it. It okay. is. It, it's both. It's a comedy and it's a sports movie. It's a little bit of both. Okay. And uh, it's got Keanu Reeves in it. It's got, uh, what's his name, Happy from the Iron Man movies. The guy who started the MCU. Oh, yeah, Favreau. Yeah, yeah Favreau is the linebacker for the team who was... Uh, Played in college and then joined the military and then now he's a SWAT officer, but he's getting like a special like you know six month deal to go play foot football to replace some guys and stuff like that. And it's fucking awesome. He's got a buzz cut and he's jacked to the tits. He looks fucking huge. <laughs> yeah, the replacements. Fucking fantastic movie. Okay. Super underrated. Awesome sports movie. Really funny. Got Keanu Reeves in it. Gene Hackman. Fucking. Uh, um, oh, what was the guy's name from A Knight's Tale? Who was Heath uh, Ledger? No, the one who was uh, uh, Chaucer. <laughs> that guy. I never saw that movie. Oh, I just okay. know Heath Ledger was in. Fuck man, I can't. I, I, I'm trying to think. Of what else I can give you? Who else was in it? It was good. Um, I, don't know, I, I can't think of it off the top of my head right now. Okay. But no, seriously, fucking great sports movie. A lot of fun. Doesn't take itself too seriously, but still has kind of a heartfelt message okay. at the same time. It was good. It's it's good shit. People don't talk about it, but Do I they mean, get fruit thrown at them. For being scabs and crossing the picket lines? No, but they, they uh, when their bus pulls through the lines of, like, the NFL players, they're just, like, they start rocking the bus whenever it parks, and they almost flip the bus and shit like that, which is kind of <laughs> funny. And then one of the guys, uh, it's Orlando Bloom, who was on, like, Mad TV oh, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. He's one of the guys who's a replacement player, where he's, like, the fastest <laughs> guy in the field. Or no, did I say Orlando Bloom? Yeah. Orlando Jones. Okay, I'm sorry. Say, uh... The black guy. <laughs> Orlando Jones. He was yeah. on Mad TV. Say, that, that's Legolas, bro. Yeah, sorry. Orlando Jones. <laughs> He's one of the characters. He's a receiver who was like the fastest guy in the field always, but can't catch anything. He just has terrible fucking hands, and so like that's his like thing. Okay. But while the NFL players are rocking the bus, he's taking pictures because he's just a big NFL fan and shit like that, so it's kind of fun. <laughs> And then at one point, they put, like, sticky gum on his hands so he can finally catch a fucking ball. And he's just like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get arrested for this. I'm like, what are you going to do, throw you in football jail? Don't worry about it. <laughs> just, like, whenever he catches the ball and gets a touchdown, he can't spike the ball because it's still stuck to his fucking hands. <laughs> he has to just hand it to the ref and walk off. <laughs> it's really funny. It's a good movie. Okay. I enjoy it. Check it out, guys. The, the re- Replacements. This is the Replacements podcast. It's episode 38. Uh, <laughs> In this one, we're going to talk about, is the movie racist? It's not. Hmm. Anyway, guys, thanks. God, that was an, a, another fucking crazy jog off. This, that, that one was on you, though. That was on me? Yeah, you brought up Keanu Reeves. What did you expect was going to happen? I didn't bring up Keanu Reeves. I brought up The Matrix. Wh- and who's in The Matrix? Carrie Ann Moss, Lawrence Fishburne. True. Both very talented actors. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Lawrence Fishburne, Joey I was watching... Pantoliano. <laughs> this is a great name. Yeah. <laughs> Who else was in there besides them? Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, God, uh, Hugo Weaving. You didn't bring him up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sure. awesome. Yeah. One of the greatest villains and one of the greatest heroes ever in like cinema history. Oh, yeah. He he got to play Agent Smith and Elrond. At the same time. And fucking uh, V. For V for Vendetta. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's, that's him doing the voice for V. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh. So he was like... In, like, an eight-year period, he was Elrond, Agent Smith, and fucking V. <laughs> Damn. So it was just, like, it was it was Hugo Weaving, man. 
There was an eight-year period in like the late 2000s where it was Hugo Weaving's world, and we all just lived in it. <laughs> He's a really good actor. Well, it was his simulation, and we all just lived in it. True. Then he came back as like a virus? Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, can anybody anybody really know how The Matrix ends? Nope. Because I've watched it a lot. And uh, they still hold up, by the way. Okay. Because I actually watched all three of them maybe six months ago. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's the other thing I was excited for. Like, the 20th anniversary screening. It's also been probably uh, 11, 12 years since I've seen any of them. So oh. I'm definitely due for a rewatch. Yeah. I watched all three of them in one day about six months ago. Emma was going out with her mom or something, mm. and all three of them were on Netflix. Okay. And it was just like, it was like morning, I was having my coffee, and she's leaving to go shopping with her mom and like have a ladies' day. And I'm like, well, I don't really feel like playing video games or anything yet. Maybe I'll just watch a movie. And it was like, new on Netflix, and it was The Matrix. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll watch The Matrix. I love The Matrix. So I watched The Matrix. Loved it, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, I had to watch something else. Emma's still at home. I'm drinking beers all day fucking matrix reloaded right there in my in my queue i'm like well i mean might as well just keep it going right that'll be Mm -hmm. fun so watch that then matrix revolution wasn't on netflix but it was on my amazon prime so and at that point i was looking for it because i'm like i I don't just finish the fucking so i'm pretty sure i own them on dvd anyway Mm -hmm. to be honest with you (laughs) thank you baby you're welcome yeah, so yeah, that was about six months ago. Did a full rewatch. Didn't watch the Animatrix, so I guess it doesn't count as a full rewatch. Mm, that's true. Also didn't play Enter the Matrix, the game oh, that came yeah. out on the PlayStation 2, which was technically canon. Yeah. So Bridging the gap, right? Yeah. So not technically a full rewatch, but still, close. Yeah. Three out of five is not bad. Do you remember how excited you were when the Animatrix came out? quite a bit i know i was fucking i was freaking the fuck out dude that was uh my cousin roger who i like grew up with i was at his house every weekend we just hung out all the time i was just my boy that was like our favorite movie we were watching the matrix or we were watching mystery science theater that was it and um also kind of got into anime watched a lot of dragon ball z and shit like that okay so the animatrix came out and we lost our fucking we knocked our tits off we were so excited then we watched it and i I remember feeling kind of uh underwhelmed i was like this isn't as good as i thought it was gonna be although if i went went back and watched it now i'd probably like it more yeah without all the anticipation and hype around it right well I've, i've also noticed that i can pick up on more of the like themes that the matrix was going for watching them now because when i was younger you know i was like seven or eight watching the matrix i'm not picking up on the philosophical transhumanist movement of like you know the ideas of jesus christ and technology merging together and is is this an actual simulation we're living in and you know the fucking uh what's the french philosopher descartes or whatever Mm -hmm. and all that i wasn't picking up on a lot of that at seven years old i do know that i really enjoyed the fight scenes and i thought they were fun movies so and, and you weren't building server racks yet, so now you're actually awesome. in the industry. Yeah, now, now you, I actually am in the yeah. Matrix. Now I'm fucking Neo. I'm mm-hmm. basically there, man. Yeah, you're like you're a constructor, man. I'm basically Mr. Anderson at this point. Mm-hmm. I, I I haven't taken the, the pill yet. Yeah, I I haven't taken the pill yet, but I'm like Neo before he becomes Neo. Now I'm just Mr. Anderson. You're not on the pill yet. You just pull out a lot. Mm. Blast it right in her face. <laughs> oh my god, that's a lot of flavoring. Whew, that's sweet. Uh, anyway, oh, speaking of the Matrix, uh, I watched the first season of Doctor Ro- or Mister Robot. <laughs> Doctor Robot. Doctor Robot. He went. He went and got a doctorate now. 
I mean, Dr. Roboto. <laughs> no, it's Dr. Robot and Mr. Ro- Roboto, right? I've heard good things. have not watched. I um, only watched the first season. The entire time I watched it, I couldn't decide if I liked it or not. And then it ended, and I think I liked it. Okay. I think I liked it. It was pretty well written. Uh, Rami Malek does a fairly decent job for the character that he's given. He looks a little bit like Ruben with his haircut, so it always throws me off the whole oh, time yeah. when I'm watching it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I can pull it up. Whose fault is that, Rami's or Ruben's? I think it's Ruben's fault for having that fucking terrible haircut he had at that one point. I don't even think he has it anymore. Okay. Oh, jeez. Yeah, he kind of looks like Ruben the whole time. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So it kind of throws, it, it throws me off a little bit watching it where I'm like, Ruben's not that good with computers. This is bullshit. How come he's doing a fucking sweet-ass technology revolution and I'm not involved? This 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 show sucks. But, um... No, other than that... And then Rami Malek does a decent job. I've, I, I can't decide if he's a good actor yet or not. I've, I've only seen him in a handful of things. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've seen him in has been... I mean, he's been okay he's been decent and stuff like that and yeah. he's pretty good in this and he does a pretty wide variety of, of emotions and actually has to act a little bit which is nice i liked bohemian rhapsody he was the best part of it i don't know if he needed to be the that, best actor winner for the funny. year that was bullshit that's that fucking this this new fucking bullshit thing that they have in the in, in the oscars where it's just like does he look like the character then he gets the best actor award it's just like that's not what acting is fuckface. <laughs> you don't have to look like william shakespeare to make fucking shakespeare in love which i mean that movie sucked anyway but it, it worked for the joke it's still an academy award winner for best picture so are you serious shakespeare in love was an academy award winner mm-hmm. that movie's fucking terrible Famously beat Saving Private Ryan for Best Picture. Oh, my God. That is... I mean, you wonder why I don't fucking follow the Oscars. <laughs> it's shit like that, man. Like, your Oscar parties are the as, as close as I get to anything Oscar-wise. Because mm-hmm. I fucking hate the Oscars. I hate the idea of categorizing movies and being like, this one was better than this one. And I'm like, they're, they're fucking different every time. You, you can't be like, this one was the best. You can say, I think this one was the best. But a movie hits somebody differently for every person. Like it, it fucking because I love movies. They're like my second favorite form of media, and they're so subjective and they can give you so many different things. I fucking hate even on multiple rewatches, like you just exactly. said. Exactly. Yes, and I hate movie awards. They piss me the fuck off so much, and especially the Oscars because people put way too much fucking. Em- emphasis on it and then we get shitty oscar bait movies where it's just like yeah this guy is uh gay and black and has aids and his daughter doesn't have an arm it's like oh this is the best this is the best movie that came out it was so sad i felt something yeah i was like i remember thinking it would suck to be gay and black and have AIDS and only have one arm. That would be a bummer. So this is probably the best movie ever made. I can empathize. God damn it. But yeah, Mr. Robot. Um, pretty good. Like I said, I actually kind of enjoyed the fact the whole time through it, I couldn't make up my mind if I liked it or not. Okay. I was like, it's kind of keeping me on the fence. Like, I don't know if I want to root for these people or not. And I enjoyed that. That was good uh, screenwriting. And then, uh, what's his name? Um, Christian Slater is in it. And he acts his dick off. He does a really good job, too. Okay. And uh, I, w- I will say the ending to it, pretty fucking up there, buddy. Pretty fucking good. Like... I'm not going to say twists, because that would give it away if there was a twist, mm-hmm. but there's a pretty good fucking ending, is all I'm saying. So, check it out. Yeah. 
I had three days off of work after I had my seizure at work, so yeah. I was just like, yeah, I, I should watch something. And it, it kept popping up on my Amazon feed. I was like, yeah, I'll watch this. And I watched the first episode, and I was like, do I like this? I can't tell. So I watched the <laughs> second one. I was like, that was kind of good. Hmm. I watched the third one. I was like, I don't like that episode that much, but I, can, I guess I can keep going. Like, the whole time, I'm just on the show. Like, well, I'm halfway through. Might as well keep going. Yeah, and then, like, honestly, I think I enjoyed that more than if I had just liked the mo- like the if I had just liked the show the whole time. And I'd be like, mm. oh, this is awesome. I'm feeling fucking totally into this. It made me want to keep watching, because I'm like, am I going to like this or not? I don't know. And I don't know, I guess it says something about me. It could. <laughs> that I have to not enjoy things fully to actually <laughs> enjoy them? I don't know. There's some shit going on. Speaking of shit, uh, the 32 minutes I've been talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we'll edit all that out. Cut should, that bit. should probably uh, say our names and what this is. Yeah. I mean, I described it pretty eloquently before, so I think it's your turn. I mean, honestly... If they listen so far, they know exactly what this podcast is. Yeah. Because it's that. Anyway, though, this is the A to Z podcast. We are so happy to be back. Really happy that you guys are listening again. And I use guys in a gender-neutral term. Okay. Uh, Also. 2019. (laughs) It's it's 2019, bro. Um, Again, A to Z podcast. That's us, yeah. Follow us on... I'm I'm kidding. Just start wrapping (laughs) it up. (laughs) As always. (laughs) No, this is the A to Z podcast because uh, we are hosted by America's sweetheart across the table from me here, Mr. Andrew. Yeah. Fucking the gentle giant of the world. Mm. There's taller people now. He's my big guy. I'm getting old enough where that new generation's really kind of sprouting up there, you know? Fucking millennials with their more growth hormones and milk and their gay frogs. Yeah. (laughs) What's up with that? It's the chemicals in the water. I knew it's it. Turning the frogs gay. The fluoride. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Can I do one episode of this podcast where I just do an Alex Jones thing for an hour and a half? Because I would love that. If I knew who that was, I would say yes. Oh, okay. Well, that's we're gonna say that for another episode. Okay. That's gonna be a lot. All right. I'll take a note of that. That'll be a topic next time. Yes, Andrew here. He is our A. I am the Z. I am America's uh, failed comedian, Zach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we call it A to Z because we don't always go from A to Z every time. No, we're we not, really don't. Because we're not fucking hacks. We're not going to be like, okay, well, a, the A topic is this and the B topic is I'm, I'm not a fucking Maybe hack. Maybe we should sometime, though, just to see if we could. Yeah. I, just I, as a challenge. I guess that's fair. I'm going to try that. But I, I like to keep it more organic and free-flowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we basically just talk about... Uh, all the different topics that either interest us, that we are into, or just pops into our head randomly, depending on right. what we're looking at or something like that. Or if I just want to see that vein pop out in your yeah, head. Yeah, just to watch me get angry. Yeah, I do that occasionally. It usually focuses around uh, movies, video games, comic books, TV shows. Mm-hmm. Basically nerd culture, I guess, is the way to put it nowadays. I think so, yeah. I think that's what it mm-hmm. usually goes. Uh, do our best to stay away from politics. It's kind of been a long-running, running, well, y'all wanting wool. While running. Wav, two wav, marriage. End of the first quarter, still zero zero. It's the preseason, brother. I don't. I care. know, but it's game, week three, so we got all our starters in. So do you? That's pretty disheartening. No, we don't. I guarantee you, all all of our starters are not in there. Look it up. I can probably. Yeah. You can go ahead. Keep vamping. Go for it. Nobody even knows who our starters are going to be for the running backs and the receivers. Bill Belichick won't tell anybody. <laughs> That's true. Oh, also, we talk about sports as well because we're big sports fans. Yeah. And um, 
Newton, McCaffrey, Samuel, Olsen, Moore. Well, yeah, you guys have your starters in, but I mean. Brady, Sony Michelle, Rex Burkhead, Dorsett, Watson, Myers are your receivers. Well, Gordon's not in, and he's going to be out there, so. He's suspended again, isn't he? No, he's good. He's already, oh. uh, he, he's applied for reinstatement. He's, oh, did he? Yeah, he, he's on the non-football injury list or something oh. like that right now. He'll be okay. back. I mean, he's, he'll be on the injury list soon. Oh, then he's going to be fucking tearing it up, too, man. He's just going to be burning motherfuckers. Like Randy Moss and that bitch. Yeah, we also talk about sports sometimes, too, guys. Sorry. I know. Hmm. There, there are some nerds out there who don't like sports, which is fucking ridiculous to me. It is kind of weird. But, you know, do your thing. Did I? Oh, I didn't mention that last time. <clears throat> Quick story. So. Finally, you have one. I know. Thank God. At work the other day, uh, a co-worker was kind of bogged down on some stuff, and we were set to go to lunch that day. And so I was like, oh, you know, I'll just go pick it up bring it back you can pay me back whenever or buy lunch for me next time or something Word. I was like what do you want and he's like um, I saw this thing on uh, commercial the other day that Jack in the Box has like a barbecue western double cheeseburger or something that's got like onion rings and barbecue sauce on it excellent I was like yeah that sounds good, good I, could, I, could, I could pick up some Jack in the Box oh yeah I could use some tacos they're so good yeah fucking Jack in the Box tacos are oh, so yeah. good so I go over there and turns out that that wasn't on the national menu yet. It was only like a regional thing, like only St. Louis City or something, I guess. I don't know. They they said they didn't have that burger. So I was like, okay, well, just give me a double cheeseburger with barbecue sauce and an order of onion rings for the side instead of the fries. I'll just throw it on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did that, paid, and uh, I stopped him before I turned out on the street. I texted him back. I was like, hey, man, they didn't have that burger, so I audibled. You know, I, mm-hmm. I think of it pretty much got the same thing. You just have to build it yourself. I'm going to get back, and he's like, why were you talking about Audible? What? Oh, for God's sakes. He, he thought I was saying something about the, the app. About yeah, the, the app. Audible yeah. app, yeah. I was like, no, okay, this is like a sports term. Whenever you have to change the play at the last minute, Yeah. it's called an Audible. Yeah, when, when you change it at the line <laughs> in football. So I, I felt like really, <laughs> I was like, oh, do I really have to explain this? <laughs> but I did, so. Yeah. No, I mean, we, me, me and you both had that thing where we're really nerdy. But we're also really into sports, so we kind of have that like gap mm-hmm. where it depends. Well, some sports. I wouldn't say all sports. I don't know right. much about like baseball or basketball. I know right. a decent amount about baseball. I don't know much about basketball myself. Yeah, I watch it. I like it. I don't really follow it that heavily, just because it's not when it's the only thing on is when I watch basketball, basically. Yeah. Okay. And then baseball, I don't watch until at least the post uh, All Star game because it's like 162 games. I'm not gonna watch every fucking one of them. Yeah. All right. I ain't retired yet. When I'm retired, I'll watch every fucking one. I don't care that. That's fine. No, I just remember uh, I, I always get mad, like because I come from nerd culture, mm-hmm. and you hear people talk about being nerds and stuff, and like, oh, I got bullied in high school because like people weren't into my shit, and they would just make fun of the stuff that I was into. And then those same people will be like, all these fucking Neanderthals just watching the sports ball tournaments going on. I'm like, you're doing the same fucking thing that you're mad about. Yeah. Where the fuck did this go? Where were we I'm talking not sure. about? Anyway. I don't even know how to rein it back in at this fuck point. Fuck me. I'm just no, let you go. I think we're going to just have to do a hard cut, just go to the topics. Yeah. Which works because I really have to pee. I kind of figured. We're pretty far in. Yeah. And you're like two drinks in. so Let's let's get into some topics. I mean, I had like five beers before I got here. So. Oh, okay. Let's get into some topics. Okay. Uh, let's have a quick break and we'll do some topic time. All right. Okay. See you soon. I got a pretty fun one to start off with, I think, this week. Oh, boy. So, you know, we usually try to start with a little bit of nonsense, kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah, if you've seen... Yeah, we just did 42 minutes of it. Yeah. <laughs> and I like to keep it going before we actually get serious. Excellent. So, I found this article where uh, there's a... Twitter's endless jeopardy 
is a bot that hosts a nonsensical, never-ending game. <laughs> Have you seen any of this? No, but... It started getting really right. popular the last week, and I actually saw this article and clicked on it, and I've been following it ever since. It's a great follow. So, Endless Jeopardy is the name of the account. And <laughs> he fed, like, hours and hours, like, 30 years worth of Jeopardy into this bot. So, uh, it just, like, learned it all, you know, right. AI. And now it's spitting out questions every day. Or every uh, every two hours is what it does. It spits out a question. And then if you answer to it, <laughs> um, whoever's comment receives the most likes wins $2,000 in fake money. <laughs> the next four most like answers earn progressively less fake money. And then at the end of the week, the account tallies up who earned the most fake money, presents it in a leaderboard, and then resets the playing field. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah, so here's some of the ones I pulled out for the, just for the article, the, the, some of the funnier ones. Uh, he's the only U.S. president born in Lasagna, Wyoming. Uh, Garfield? Mm-hmm. That was the top answer. Oh, really? Yep. Nice. <laughs> is, it, is it the right answer, though? Uh, no. There okay. is no such place as Lasagna, Wyoming. <laughs> I know. You're yeah. talking right. Uh, this breed of opossum resembles a crack. Ariana Grande. <laughs> what is another cocaine joke, Alex? Was the top foot <laughs> <of> that one? <laughs> Let me scroll down. This this one is a... Uh... Here we go. This is my favorite one. In Throw Mama from the Train, this actor plays a developed egg. Uh, who is Arnold Schwarzenegger? Mm, that's fun. But check out this answer. It was Danny in vitro. <laughs> God damn it. That's perfect, right? Son of a bitch. I yeah. love it. So yeah, as much as uh, as much as you like puns and as much as you like comedy, like I think you're gonna love this. That's I'm gonna have to follow these motherfuckers. Yeah. I also the endless Jeopardy profile picture is like the Wii version mm-hmm. of Jeopardy Alex Trebek, which is pretty fucking <laughs> fantastic. So then side tangent. Same dude. Uh, basically every I guess week or week, two weeks, he sets up a different bot and just like has an artificial intelligence and he just feeds <laughs> all kinds of media or data into it <laughs> just to see what it'll spit out. Right. This next one, you're going to absolutely love it, dude. Oh, I can't wait. So, um, I followed him on Twitter now, too. It's Keaton. Uh, what is his last name? Keaton Patty. So, he fed a bot 1,000 straight hours of Batman movies just on a loop. Excellent. And then told it to spit out a script for the next Batman movie. Oh, I just figured it was going to be my t- my Twitter. So <laughs> we're going to read through this script together, me and you. Oh, Jesus. I want you to play Batman, of course. Thank you. you know, I you're, appreciate it's it. It's the role you were born to play. That is true. I'll do the stage directions, and then there's like an Alfred line and a couple villain okay. lines, and I'll read those. But we can go through the script here. You ready? No, am I reading this as Batman or Bruce Wayne? It would be two different voices. It's Batman. Okay. Yep. Okay. I got it. Let me All get right. there. <coughs> okay. Lion face. Ooh, this is so face. hilarious. It's so funny. Right, let's do it. Are you good? Yeah. Okay. Good. Interior. Traditional Batcave. Batman stands next to his Batmobile and uses his Bat computer. He's sometimes Bruce Wayne, sometimes Batman, all times orphan. True. <laughs> this is now a safe city. I've punched a penguin into prison. Alfred, Batman's loyal battler, carries a tray of Gotham. Eat a dinner, Mattress Wayne. An explosion explodes. The Joker and Two-Face enter the cave. Joker is a clown, but insane. Two-Face is a man, but attorney. (laughs) (coughs) No! It is Two-Face and One-Face. 
They hate me for being a bat. <laughs> Batman throws Alfred at Two-Face. <laughs> Two-Face flips Alfred like a coin. Alfred lands heads up, which means Two-Face goes home. <laughs> Should not have taken a uh, drink. No, no, do not drink it until this is over. Alfred like a coin. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> it is just you and I, the Joker. Bat versus clown. Moral enemies. The Joker. I am such a freak. Society is bad. You drink water, I drink anarchy. <laughs> I drink bats, just like a bat would. <laughs> Batman looks around for his parents, but they are still dead. <laughs> this makes him have anger. <laughs> he fires a bat rocket. Obviously. The Joker deflects it with his sick sense of humor, <laughs> which is a clownly power. <laughs> I have never followed a rule. That is my rule. Do you follow? I don't. Alfred, give birth to Robin. Alfred begins the process since it is his job. The Joker now has a present in his hand. He juggles it over to Batman. Happy Bat Day, Birthman. Batman opens the present since he's the good guy. Obviously. It contains a coupon for new parents, but is expired. This is a Joker joke. <laughs> that is something the Joker would do. And scene. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> So thank you, Twitterbot, for writing the next oh, Batman movie. That, I mean, this is literally was was this the bot, or did someone just get a hold of fucking uh, uh, what's his name's script for The Dark Knight? <laughs> uh, I thought you would love that. <laughs> you drink water, I drink anarchy. Also, <laughs> <laughs> the bat versus clown, moral enemies. Yeah. Even the introduction. He's sometimes Bruce Wayne. He's sometimes Batman. All times orphan. I mean, to be fair, yeah, that is a totally okay way to describe Batman. Mm-hmm. I'm totally fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> I have punched a penguin into prison. <laughs> oh, that is. I mean, honestly, it's better than Batman and Robin. So, yeah. I mean. So let's give it that at least. Alfred was a battler instead of a butler mm-hmm. and carries a tray of goth ham goth instead of ham. Gotham. Good. <laughs> An explosion explodes. Oh, I also man. love that Two Faces a man, but attorney. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, I think I like it better than Batman and Robin and. The Dark Knight, so mm. put it there. There you go. And it's definitely better than Inception. Yeah. Everyone's favorite movie. Sadly, he only posted the first page. Like, this goes on for like 32 pages. I really want to see the rest of them. Tell him to send it to this fucking podcast, oh, and I will read it out fucking radio drama style. <laughs> yeah, we'll cast everybody. Oh, you're All fucking, the characters. Of course. There we but, go. Um, we've got enough friends. We could cast yeah. all of this. I'm totally in for that. Yeah, uh, Keaton Patty, please, if you listen to the A to Z podcast... Send us the entire script. We will 100% radio drama this entire script and give it the true respect that it deserves because this is a fantastic script. <laughs> I knew you'd love that. I love it. That was, that was fantastic. Have a bad day, Birthman. <laughs> I honestly, that's probably something that was written 
in a comic that the Joker has said. Yeah. I could see that. And I could see the whole thing, like giving him a coupon for new parents, but it's expired. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a Joker joke. He's see, like, the other thing is the Joker would have to know his identity, and the Joker's <laughs> never known his identity. Mm-hmm. The Joker has tried to not know his identity, actually. like. Oh, really? Yeah, he refuses to know, because he doesn't want to know, because it ruins the joke. Uh-huh. It's just, it, it, it's stuff like that, you know? Yeah. It, it, it's, uh... It kind of goes back to, like, Mark Hamill's favorite line he's ever said as the Joker, which is during the animated series with the, uh, the episode, I believe it was The Man Who Killed Batman. Okay. Is it ha, 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 ha? No, it oh. is, um, without him, crime doesn't have a punchline. And then he's just like, Joker is just so sad that the Batman is dead, and he doesn't want to be the Joker anymore because now the Batman's not there. So, like, what's the point? He oh, can't wow. fuck with him. So... That is so. That's uh, really the only way to stop the Joker is to kill Batman. Yeah, one hundred percent. Lesson learned. That is the one thing that fucking what's his name did right with the Christian Bale trilogy. Uh, Nolan. Yeah, Nolan. That's the one thing when it comes to the Joker that Nolan did right, which is like with the Joker being like, "I don't want to kill you. You're too much fun." Like that is how the Joker looks at it. Like <laughs> eventually he'll kill him, but first he has to fuck with him for eternity until the joke is literally dead. And then I'll kill him. I'm going to stick with some comic news. This one kind of piqued my interest. I, I know you're going to be really excited for it. <coughs> so uh, Grant Morrison's been doing the run on Green Lantern, as you know. Excellent. We, uh, we read the first issue yeah. last year when it came out. Grant Morrison is amazing. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, he says he's going to take a small <clears throat> break. He wanted to do one year, 12 issues take a break, and then come back and do another year. And that's what his contract was for this series. Okay. So we're coming up on the end of the... Well, yeah, he's he's got to go back and bang 19-year-old Puerto Rican girls and worship his snake god. I mean, whatever, so. it, whatever it takes. Look, I, I know that Grant Morrison is a crazy person. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with it as long as he keeps putting out fantastic comics. I'm not going to get Exactly. Busy. And that's what this sounds like. <clears throat> so uh, he's getting ready to wrap up his first year of the run here with issue 12. <clears throat> and... Uh, some spoiler alerts, mildly, but it's going to delve into what if the Green Lantern Corps never existed? Hmm. That's the new reality of the DC Universe and Green Lantern Black Stars. Love the name already. Uh-huh. So it's a miniseries spinning out of the Green Lantern that he's been writing. It suggests that the Green Lantern number 12, which is out in October, will see how Jordan rewritten DC history to wipe out the Green Lanterns ever having existed in the first place. Oh, Okay. So, I mean, are they just, like, he's just going to get rid of all the power rings then at, at, at that point? They would all be just gone? Mm-hmm. Across the DC Universe come <clears throat> November 2019, once familiar faces wielding lantern power rings now have a different uniform, and they enforce a new type of galactic law. The Green Lantern Corps is dead. Long live the Black Stars in a new three-issue miniseries. Who are the Black Stars? What are they? Will answers be revealed as the unstoppable Black Stars set their sights on the demons of Ismalt? Okay. Mongol, and a tiny backwater planet called Earth in <laughs> Green Lantern Black Stars number one, which will pave the way for more exciting Green Lantern adventures in 2020. I wonder, I mean, are they, I know we're going to keep reading, but I mean, are, are mm-hmm. they, with Black Stars, are they going back to the Black Rings, like Blackest Night? Is that what we're going for? Or? So following the catastrophic events of the Green Lantern number 12, which is scheduled to hit shelves on October 2nd, no Green Lanterns can be found patrolling their space sectors. Not a single power ring lights the darkness. What happens in the finale of the incredible year-long journey of Morrison and Sharp is shrouded in mystery, 
But the Green Lantern Corps is no more. Scratch that. They never existed in the first place. What is Hal Jordan done? Okay. Now, they, they keep saying just the Green Lantern Corps, though, so mm-hmm. I'm wondering, what about the other colors? Because, I mean, even here, like this little picture they got here, mm-hmm. that's, uh, it looks like Hal with a, the violet ring. Like he's one of the Star Sapphire kind of guys. Okay. So I'm not sure what's going on here. Oh, there's one of the little the starfishes. I forget what they're fucking called. But uh, those things are cool. Yeah. Have, like, it, it has a very oh, like uh, um, like that that purple indigo thing. Like I forget. Oh, fuck. Well, what were they? They were like the star sapphires or something like that. It's violet was love. Indigo is compassion. That's what it was. Okay, my bad. My bad. I apologize. Yeah, Violet is love, and they are called, like, something else. Because uh, at one point, uh, Hal Jordan's ex-girlfriend becomes part of the uh, Violet, like, core, like, the love sapphires, or whatever the hell they're called. Oh, really? Yeah, because he gets, or no, is it Hal Jordan's, or? It's, it's Hal Jordan's and Cal Renner's girlfriend's both. Because Cal Renner, who was another Green Lantern, obviously. Later on, who got killed by a serial killer and stuffed into a fridge? She huh. comes back from that and then has she? Huh. yeah. And the blue rings can um, they can't do. It's actually kind of fun. The zero issue of Blackest Night takes you through all the cores and tells you like what they have and like what the, what their strengths are and their weaknesses and stuff like that. So it's kind of fun. Oh okay. Yeah, that's a series I need to get through at some point. Yeah, it's on the, it's on the, the DC Universe app. Everybody, oh, yeah. go go ahead and jump on there. Can you just search, like, Blackest Night and then read them in order that way? Or do you have to look up a list like that we just uh, looked up? They'll run you through the Blackest Night ones. However, it is a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like a crossover? Well, it's, oh, God damn it, what are they, it's, it's like a, it's a, a universe-spanning event where every person involved in the DC Universe has Blackest Night issues as well. Oh, really? And Each individual comic? Yeah, and then there's also Blackest Night just its own series. Yeah, just Blackest Night itself. And then, I think, uh, I might still have it when, when my buddy gave me all of his Blackest Night comics. It's not all of them, but he has a lot of the decent ones. He also has a lot of the Booster Gold ones, because that was his favorite hero. Oh, nice. So, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll just bring that over for you next week or something okay. like that. But, yeah. Yeah, you'll have to, you'll probably have to do a little bit of digging to find out which ones you need to read. You can just read just Blackest Night and get the actual storyline. Okay. But pretty much every hero who has their own, like, comics coming out has a blackest night flash there's like a blackest night flash blackest night you know wonder woman blackest night batman which at the point is dick grayson there's like a blackest night uh blue beetle blackest night uh nighthawk blackest night uh um, booster gold stuff like that like they all have their like crossover episodes that like they'll come into the main story with blackest night but then you can get more of it reading their stuff too it's swamp thing in it I don't remember. Or was he not a current? I think that time. so. I don't think he's able to be attached to it because he doesn't actually have a soul because he's an elemental. Okay, yeah, he that can't be sense. attached to it. I think there might be a couple Blackest Night Swamp things where he like might be killing a couple of like the Blackest Night zombies, mm-hmm. but he never gets like attacked or anything like that, or like comes back to attack because he's not. He doesn't have a soul. Basically, he's so just, they don't just, just care. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like like a planet, so you really can't fuck with him that much. But. uh yeah, there's a lot of them. You probably have to dig a little bit. I mean, you'd have to have to dig if you read the uh, 
the Swamp Thing ones on the DC Universe because they skip the whole thing with Etrigan whenever they go to get uh, Abigail's soul back whenever it gets thrown to hell and stuff like that. Mm. And it's just her body that is alive. They skip all that if you're just reading the Swamp Thing ones. You have to go through the uh, Etrigan ones to find them. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Just do yourself a favor. If you're using the, the DC app, which is fantastic, the DC Universe app is awesome. Totally worth the money that I've spent for it. Make sure you're Googling to see what the crossover episodes you need to find are. Okay. Because they kind of just, they sort of bang them off into just one, uh, what sort of, like, plot line. So, like, some of the alter runs that were um, different characters that came out with, like, different character runs, you have to go find those yourself. I mean, they're still on the app because it's still DC, but you have to mm. go find them to read them. But if, if you just keep hitting, hitting next comic, there's like a – if you're reading just a Swamp Thing and you just keep hitting, hitting next comic, it's like uh, Abby's soul disappears and, like, the next comic is – uh, swamp thing and Abby like in the swamp just hanging out while she's like swimming and stuff like that and you're like what the fuck her fucking soul was gone like 20, <laughs> 20 seconds ago what is happening you have to go through like, like the Etrigan and the Hellraiser shit to find that oh, wow. okay. so yeah I mean just do a little bit of googling I'm not saying it's the perfect app but I like DC more than Marvel so just do a little bit of googling find out what, what you gotta read I'm almost positive they'll be on there anyway and then check them out so. right. but yeah Blackest Night is it's a giant fucking uh I mean, it's it's almost the same as like Crisis on Infinite Earths kind of thing. Like, oh, really? this was a huge deal. A lot of shit was changing. It also leads up to one of my favorite Batman stories, which is the Return of Bruce Wayne, which I cannot get enough of. I can read. That oh, that's right before. after this. It's technically during it. My second favorite Batman story is Batman Doom, yeah. where uh, you know the uh, Mirror Master breaks into the Batcave and all that shit. Because hmm. there is nothing better than that line of like Superman being like, oh, they talk about making sure we had, you know, plans to stop each other and stuff like that, and you didn't have one for yourself. How can you be that uh, full of yourself? He's like, that arrogant. Yeah. yeah. He's like, why do you think I started the Justice League? And she's like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> where he's just like, yeah, I need to get seven of these strongest beings in the universe together where. Hopefully they could stop me if I go insane and decide to just become a fucking tyrant. <laughs> they <laughs> might have a chance. They probably won't, but maybe it'll slow me down and then Dick can come in and stop me. I don't know. Fuck yeah. it. I'm going to win anyway. It's the best matter. plan I've got. I'm yeah. fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sticking with some comic news. I've been following Saga lately. I don't know if you've really read into it too much. I it's have not, the, no. the new series by Brian K. Vaughn, who did Why the Last Man, which okay, is one of my yeah, favorite yeah. series of all time. It's a great um, one. Yeah, so this one's really cool, too. And uh, they're taking a break, but they just announced uh, that they're going to have a compendium that's going to collect every single issue, 1 through 54, of the series so far. Okay. So 1,200 pages in paperback, just a huge fucking That's what volume. I'm going to buy, then. I'm just going to buy that. Yeah, it's perfect. I'm going to be collecting that. I've, already got, I've got the first three trades, and this is collecting the first nine, everything that's up till now. Yeah. So it's See, I get a lot of shit from the comic book collectors because I'm a big fan of the trade paperbacks and the hardcover paperbacks. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people apparently hate that. They're like, no, you you got to buy the fucking, you know, the, Individuals. the, the, the weeklies. It's the only yeah. way to do it. And I'm like, the only way to do it, i got to switch fucking books every ten minutes when I'm doing that shit. Yeah. And they're so hard to store. you got to, like, long box them, yeah. basically. Like, the the trades fit so good on your shelf. You can display them and for it everybody. Good. It comes They've over. always got good fucking artwork. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, I've got trans. And we both take such great, great care of our whenever we read it that's why i really love loaning books to you because you don't bend the spine you don't f- fold it over like 
it's, it's honestly, in perfect one condition. One of the ones you gave me might have had a little bit of a crease on the front now because I accidentally oh. stepped on it. So, okay. And if that's true, I'm just going to buy you another version of it. I'll just keep that one, so don't worry about it. Okay. But yeah, I mean... But yeah, no, it's it's the fucking, like, like what we were saying, that's one thing. I was really happy to find that out when I found out you were a, a comic book guy. Mm-hmm. When, like, we started trading shit back and forth, you know, I don't know, eight, nine years ago now at this Something point. Something like that, yeah. Where we were both, uh, like, trade like trade guys. We yeah. we like the, the bigger ones because we're both voracious readers. Mm-hmm. You get a little bit of extra artwork. They look better on the shelf, man. You don't have oh, to yeah. long box it and hide them somewhere. I get to, I, I get to show them off. It's literally the fucking the background photo of the the Twitter page for this podcast is my bookshelf with a shit ton of my trades in the background. Mm. It's not all of them, but it's a decent amount. Yeah, that's the way to do it, though. Yeah, back in June, they said they'd be taking a year long break on the story, but that the full story would take about 108 issues. Okay. So they're 54 in, so this will be the first half basically of the entire story. So that's a perfect yeah. way to collect. No, it. I'm definitely gonna buy that for sure. Yeah. So, uh, to, if you want to read the summary here, to kind of get you a little bit of a taste of what you're getting into. Yeah, yeah just give me a little taste. Yeah. Just, just, just tickle it. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, for the uninitiated, Saga tells the epic galaxy-spanning space opera of Marco and Alana, two people of different species who, very illegally, that's in, uh, what do you call those? Parentheses. Parentheses, mm-hmm. thank you. I was going to say quotation marks, but that wasn't true. Who very illegally fall in love give birth to a child bearing both of their species' traits, horns and wings, and are forced to elude both a tyrannical government and vicious assassins, all while meeting strange allies along the way. Ooh, kind of digging it already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to say that's, that's just enough to really get you interested in it. I think I'm in. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm definitely in. You know, you know what this really sounds like? I think Emma would fucking dig this. We're I think so, get, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I might have to buy this for her, then I'll read it after her. Yeah. So, and the other thing I really loved about it is uh, for a, uh, it came out uh, yesterday on Wednesday, as most comic books do, you know, comic book Wednesday. For the entire first week, the only way you can buy it is at your local comic shop. Excellent, I love it, boys. It doesn't hit Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, nothing else until August twenty seventh, next Wednesday. Now I'm so gonna sound me, like a dick. I'm gonna probably buy it on Amazon, right? But yeah, no. I really respect the fact that they're like, no, first week. Yeah, if you're a fan, if you want shops, this day one, you need to go to your local shops. shop. Yeah. I just literally don't don't have the money for it right no, now. No, yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there will be a sale in like two or three weeks probably. So. Yeah. No, seriously, guys, support your local comic book shops. Absolutely, we need them. We fucking need them, boys yeah. and girls. Even if you're paying a few bucks extra, you know? It's worth it. Yeah, it's absolutely. Worth it. I, I still get, uh, well, I guess I don't anymore because they're closed, but uh, Star Clippers, whenever they were open, mm-hmm. yeah. I was on their fucking like, list for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was actually a really good deal they had for me because uh, at the time I was working at the Verizon, or not, uh, the T-Mobile store down the street from them on the loop. Mm-hmm. And I was also working at Cicero's right across the street from that T-Mobile store. So they were like, you know, seven or eight stores down. And so just once a month when I got paid, I, I got my uh, uh, my sales check for being, you know, a salesman at T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. And they had a deal where it was like every, I think it was like every eight paperback or trade paperbacks you bought, you got a one for free. Just anyone or a certain, yeah, you had to select? Anyone. Oh. Anyone. And so I'd go in there every time I got my fucking commissions check and I'd buy 20-something fucking trade paperbacks. <laughs> I was on the email list. I told the guys who owned it, like, what I liked. They'd mm-hmm. call me and shit when, like, some of the, the trades were coming in. Oh, nice. That's that's where I got all of my Transmet from. Oh, really? Yeah, like, the, the whole, I mean, I got the full series of uh, Transmet. It's the mm-hmm. softcover trade trade papers. Yeah. It's still pretty fucking good. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
And uh, yeah, that's where I, I got that whole thing. It took me two weeks. Like I went in there with one paycheck, bought the first two, loved it. And then I went and bought the the other ten yeah. after that because I was like, this is. <laughs> One of my favorite comic book stories this ever. speaks directly to my this, soul. I feel this in me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not as big a fan as you, but I, it is worth reading. It is oh, very, yeah. very good. No, it's here. And I can see why you like it so much. It, like, it really speaks to you as far as the politics and everything. Oh, so. yeah. It's, it, it's also, it's just, it's like Star Trek Hunter S. Thompson, which is like two of my favorite things. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck yeah, this is what I dig. I love it. <laughs> no, guys, seriously, get out there. And girls, everybody mm-hmm. listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Get out there, support your local comic shop. Even if you're not buying comics, buy a poster, yeah. buy some keychains, buy mm-hmm. some tabletop shit. Funko Pop, whatever, yeah. Anything. Just get out there and fucking support them. It's two local businesses that I will never not support, which are comic book shops and bars. Those two things need to exist. They mm-hmm. are places of community. They are where people get together to talk yeah. and not hate each other. And that's, and that's the thing, too. Thing. If you haven't been to one before, if you're a little like wary or nervous or whatever, don't be. Go in. Talk to whoever the first person you see is oh, yeah. that works there. Let them know kind of you know what your interests are. Oh, yeah. Movies you like, TV shows you like. They're going to find a comic that you're going to like. Yeah. They and, know everything about those comics that and, are in that shop. And if they don't, that's a shitty store. Go find another one. Exactly. Fuck them. Yeah. They're yeah. going to end anyway. They hmm. don't matter. Yeah. Any good comic book shop you can walk in with zero knowledge of comic books mm-hmm. and be like hey I don't know anything I really liked the Christopher Nolan films though with, yeah. with, with Batman mm-hmm. what's a good Batman story for me to read and the guy will be like okay well I mean if you like that feel let's give you well here's Batman year one that was pretty much Batman Begins we can give you that mm-hmm. and it's gonna be you know maybe $12, $12 for the full trade paperback exactly, yeah. not that bad and then also here's the Dark Knight uh, Returns and here's $20 for it and yeah. this is probably the greatest Batman story ever told just exactly. read it and that's the thing too they're not trying to upsell you something on something that's really expensive they're not getting commission or anything it's not like you're walking into an electronics store no they are just hourly they want you to have a good time to enjoy comics as much as they do exactly that's the one thing I wish I would've got a job at a fucking comic book shop I'm glad I didn't because I never would've worked right and I never would've left work either I would've just probably like put a sleeping bag in the back yeah and just fucking talked about everything that was in there the whole time it's Mm -hmm. fucking fantastic support your local comic book stops 100% oh yeah and if they suck, if, if you go in and you ask questions and they act shitty to you, tell them they suck and go to the next one. Because mm. I guarantee you there's another one down the street that's way better. Oh, yeah. Fuck them. All right. So I got one more, one more little bit of comic news for you. It's mildly disappointing, in my opinion. We'll see what you think. Disney has now bought the <laughs> rights to anything that's called a comic oh, book no. shop. <laughs> Nothing quite that dark. It's actually, you can celebrate it first because Spawn is going to have issue number 300 come out next month. Excellent. It's going to be the longest running indie comic ever in history. Beautiful. And it's going to be drawn by Todd McFarlane. That's yeah, pretty awesome. He's come back to do uh, the cover. But that's where it gets kind of disappointing to me. <laughs> this is issue number 300 and I was like, "Oh man, and then the topic the the headline, the first look at the landmark Spawn number 300 cover drawn by Todd McFarlane." I was like, "Oh my god, I got to yeah. click on this. I got to see it." I'm I'm at fucking full mass right mm-hmm. now, dog. Here it is. Let's oh. Pretty fucking bland, in my opinion. I'm pretty sure that was like, like it's just. I'm pretty sure there's been a cover that looked like that before. Yeah, it's just a a full pose of Spawn, like a bright sky behind him, and it's like. I mean, it it looks like maybe fifty percent of the Spawn comics that have come out. It looks like that cover. Yeah. They, I mean, come on, man! Right. You couldn't do more than that. As historical as this is, like this is what you bring to it. I don't, I'm just disappointed. That is kind of a bummer. I didn't, I didn't yeah. want to like you know reflect on you or anything, but yeah. No, I mean it's it, it's it's true. It just looks it. 
you could just color swap that. It, it would be about six different other heroes. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Yeah. That's and such like, a bummer. There, I mean, there's no throwback to the history of the character or anything hmm. like that. No other character than just there's him. There's nothing else in there. It's just him standing there. He looks like... I mean, he's basically in like a Thanos pose from mm-hmm. fucking Endgame. Yeah, which we've seen, you know... And every fucking cover. Probably 40% of comic book covers that have been superhero based mm-hmm. in the last, I don't know, 20 years. Yeah. I mean, I'm still excited for it. Is it you know, good for him? No, uh, of course. I mean, I'm, I'm I was always a huge down. fan of Spawn back in the day. I'm, I haven't read him in years, but I mean. I, I haven't either, but it's always going to just have a soft, uh, soft spot for me. Like, yeah. Spawn's going to really have to go off the rails for me to be like, fuck Spawn. I'm not mm. reading those anymore. Mm. Like, I just fucking love Spawn. And I love Todd McFarlane. Yeah. But I just, I don't know, man. Maybe don't phone it in from the 300th fucking issue. Yeah. Let's do a little bit of something with it. Right. Because, like... And even underneath of here, Spawn 300, history making. Like, they're, they're really yeah. you know, pulling out the... And look at the fucking Wingdings fucking uh, Comic Sans bullshit title mm-hmm. they used for yeah. it was yeah, Spawn. Yeah, it's like an anime Spawn. With the <laughs> anime Spawn with the fucking... It looks like Reaper symbol from Overwatch and the A... <laughs> <laughs> it looks fucking terrible, man. Like, it's where's the pretty fun? cheesy. Where's yeah. the thing that made Spawn fun? Right. It was like kind of like poking fun at shit. And like, Even the bright sky behind him. Give me something dark. This hero is... Give me the, some flames. This is hell. He's yeah. literally from hell. Yeah. He is burned from the flames of hell. Like, <laughs> give me something, man. Yeah. I don't know. Give me Ozzy in the background fucking right. playing guitar. I don't yeah. care. Give me something for the love of fuck. <laughs> I, yeah. just, I, no, I just... I, I had to share it with you. Like, uh, No, it, I mean, it's... And you're totally right. It is... It's a very disheartening cover. Yeah. And especially like going back to, I mean, the last five or six episodes, we've had some pretty good cover arts that we've mm-hmm. shown. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I've always thought, seeing them, like, oh, I would fucking posterize that immediately. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just get like, like an eight by ten on that, mm-hmm. put it on my wall for sure. Yeah. I would not put this on my fucking wall. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't make this my fucking background on my laptop in middle school. <laughs> like, this is boring. Yeah. I could find a better Spawn uh, background exactly. than this. That's what I was saying, yeah. This is Spawn 300. There's probably 212 covers that i would put on a poster before this <laughs> there's probably a hundred different just fan arts of spawn that yeah. are better than this fucking cover yeah this just seems lazy man it does, i don't yeah. know so. it kind of bums me out because i like spawn yeah do you think spawn's ever gonna get picked picked back up what do you mean like are they ever gonna make another spawn movie oh yeah 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 it's coming out next year yeah but is it gonna be good though mm. like are they i mean really that's the debate the, the spawn but, thing right really? And is it under, like, Sony, DC? What's it under? I, I, uh, I WB. WB. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx is the lead character. He's starring. No, he's... We brought that up. I don't know. That's right. We did talk like about seven, that. seven, eight yeah. episodes ago. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. I just... Which, what? yeah, he's kind of gone off the rails lately, too. I don't really know what to expect from him as an actor. I mean, he's but... pretty good in, in Django. So yeah. I'm not going to talk shit on that. And, I mean, still one of my favorite movies of all time is Collateral. I love Collateral that Collateral is pretty fucking top-notch. Yeah. I don't know. I just... I always figured that whenever those Marvel Netflix shows got big, mm-hmm. I thought for sure Spawn was going to be next. And it never was. Mm-hmm. That always kind of surprised me. The animated show was pretty cool on HBO. Oh, fuck like, yeah. yeah okay. It's a great show. I didn't know if you watched that or not. Yeah, no, I, I have HBO on my Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. So I can actually just pull it up whenever I want, and I yeah. have a, a couple times. Just be like, I'm going to watch a couple of episodes. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just because it's fun. Yeah, they did a pretty good job. And I'll be honest with you, with the movie, as cheesy and as fucking terrible from mm. the comics as it is, yeah. it's still kind of a fun watch. Is it? It's kind of entertaining. I saw it in theaters. I have not seen it since. I was Here's really disappointed. Do. Have about four or five whiskeys. Yeah. Maybe take a nice vape. I think you're going to like it. Okay. 
just don't take it too seriously. Yeah. Kind of go into it with the same idea of like, oh, they're making Deadpool, even though they they, they weren't going for that. But if no. you go into it with that kind of I- idea, mm-hmm. you'll enjoy it. With like John Leguizamo as yeah. the fucking the, the violator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm the violator. <sighs> and then it's fucking, I mean, it's Michael J. White, right? Is that his name? J or Jai. I've heard yeah. it both ways. I don't, okay. Yeah. Who is, I mean, a legitimate badass who can, in real life, do the shit he was doing in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, he can beat some fucking ass. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I always thought Spawn was perfect for, like, once the Marvel Netflix shows got big, I thought for sure someone was going to grab Spawn, like, immediately. Because mm-hmm. exactly Just to counter-program it, yeah. Yeah, it'd be perfect for it. You can do, like, you're, you're basically getting, like, every now and then... You can start it off with very low special effects and just basically do, like, the Punisher, essentially. Mm-hmm. And then, if you write it well and you get good actors and a good director, mm-hmm. you get a lot of money. Every now and then you get to do the fucking Hellfire shit, where, like, all of a sudden he's down in hell and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Same thing for Ghost Rider, by the way. You can even do the female empowerment and bring in Angela, too. Fuck yeah! I mean, yeah, Why not? she's fucking badass. She definitely bring her in. Get those fucking titties out. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no. Uh, I I feel like Ghost Rider falls in that that same bit. I think Ghost Rider is primed for a TV show of its own, mm-hmm. but it can't be on cable. It has to be on like Netflix or Amazon or something like that. Coming to Hulu. Oh really? Yeah. Nah. Ooh, speaking of Hulu, uh, Amazon Prime. Have you watched The Boys yet? No, I forgot to bring this I've up earlier. So many, I've heard a lot of good things about it. Me and Emma finished it over the weekend. Oh yeah. Okay. It is amazing. Really? I mean amazing okay i was usually through the had you read time, the comic before i had not read the comic yet okay. i definitely need to yeah from what i've heard it does take a little bit of uh what's the word liberties with the comics it doesn't fully follow the comics word for word yeah however i hear they toned down the violence a little bit but it's still like super violent apparently i was gonna say they didn't tone down the violence at all there is some fucking violent ass shit the one thing that I know, uh, granted, not having read the comics, but I've read some like spoilers about the comics and stuff uh-huh. like that, they don't do the whole, like, uh, what is it, the Compound V or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't do that and start beating up the superheroes. Okay. But they do still fuck up superheroes pretty fucking hard. Okay. And there's a lot of crazy violence and shit. And yeah. fucking Carl Urban is... And anybody that's averse to it, I've heard like the, the comic book, the, the there's like a graphic rape scene that they kind of toned down a bit. I've heard that too. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it was more of like a, uh, you know, you're new here, you have to blow me sort of scene oh, okay. kind of thing. All right. But. Yeah, I haven't read the comic or seen the show. So I, 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 I haven't even, I haven't read the comic yet. I've seen the show mm-hmm. and it's fucking amazing. Right. I mean, I literally. Yeah, I, I, I need to boost that up the list and kind of. This is go what happened. That Friday, uh, or not, 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 not Friday. It was like Thursday or something. I got off work early. Or no, I was off work that day, and I was like, I'm going to watch The Boys, because I wasn't sure if Emma was going to like it or not. Mm-hmm. I watched the first four episodes, okay, and was the whole time texting Emma, being like, you're going to fucking love this show. She gets home, we watch the first four episodes again, mm-hmm. and then that weekend, we finish The Boys. It is fucking amazing. All right, nice. It is better than the first time you watch the first season of The Walking Dead. Wow, It's okay. that kind of feeling where you're like, this is 
fucking top-notch tits. Like, this is awesome. This is a world that is fully realized, and you can really yes, there buy into it. Every character has a point. They all have fucking, you know, things they're trying to do. It mm. all makes sense for what they're doing. There is no fucking just thrown-in bullshit. Okay. There is a couple funny scenes. Like, the whole time, you're either, like, at least for me, I was going through either just mouth-gaped amazement of how good the writing was... Or I was laughing hysterically because the comedy in that there is some dark comedy in that, and it is okay. fucking fantastic. I mean, that fits right in because it's the same guy that wrote the preacher. So. True, yeah. yeah. And I'm just laughing hysterically, or I'm just like shocked at how well they pulled off the shit they were trying to do. Okay, nice. It is fucking amazing. I forgot. You know what? I was trying to bring this up before we got into all the topics and shit that's on me. Okay. So let me just. No, I mean, it works. We were in the comic yeah. topics. Anyway, Let me so. just derail this podcast real quick. <laughs> Seriously, everybody, yeah. go watch The Boys. It is amazing. If it is not good, if you watch it and you don't think it's good, fucking DM me on Twitter. I will send you $5. Okay. That's how fucking good that show is. That show is fucking amazing. And I mean, everyone acting in it is fantastic. The writing is just fucking top notch. The cinematography is fucking gorgeous. Really? They do this great job of like, because they're sort of almost parodying superhero movies. Okay. Where they'll almost match shot for shot like the typical superhero movies, but it's like the worst thing ever is happening at the same time and stuff like that. It just makes me fucking laugh so goddamn hard. It's amazing though. Seriously, the boys watch that. Nice. If you haven't watched it, Pause this podcast right now, start watching it, finish it, resume this podcast, and then when this podcast ends, tweet me and tell me how much you loved it, because I know you do, because it's wow. fucking amazing. It's probably the best show to be written in the last four years. You know it's got to be good, because as narcissistic as you are, you wouldn't want anybody pausing your, your no. diatribes here. It's good. It's definitely worth it. It's that fucking good. Right. Oh my god, it's so fucking good. Alright. Yeah, so, probably still check out Spawn, but... I'm not as excited as I would have been. It's not really going to be like a collector's item for me. Yeah, anymore. no. It, 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 it's just weak fan art. Or yeah. It's just weak cover art. <laughs> yeah. There's better fan art than <laughs> that. So. <laughs> no, but seriously, everybody watch The Boys. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still stuck on it. It's so yeah. fucking good. Anyway, next right. topic, please. So we're moving into some movie news. We've talked before how uh, your uh, your girl Gwyneth Paltrow, she, she's a... Uh, She's really kind of a free spirit. I guess she just really doesn't pay attention to anything she's in. I'm not a fan of her, but yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll just throw that out there. <laughs> We've talked before about how she didn't know she was in Spider-Man whenever she was on Favreau's cooking mm. show on Netflix. And now it's come out that she didn't even know that Samuel L. Jackson was in the MCU. Yeah, she doesn't watch the movies. She doesn't care. Despite the fact that her character and Nick Fury have been in several Marvel movies together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they're they're never in the same shot together. So she's just talking to a fucking tennis ball and a stick. Yeah, like she's like it's Jar Jar Binks and the right. uh, the in the prequels of Star Wars. Yeah, there was a, a scene that was from Endgame that was filmed before Infinity War, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, or Ant Man and the Wasp were released. Uh-huh. So they had all the cast all together, and as they mentioned, Kevin Feige, the producer, says some of the cast were stunned to find out that certain actors had joined the MCU. He recalled that Tom Holland was coming up to me and like, is that Michelle Pfeiffer? What is happening? <laughs> and then uh, Feige See, offered... I'll let that go because Tom Holland's like 20 years old. So yeah. <laughs> we could be like, oh, and fuck. He, I didn't and he hasn't gonna... been in a direct movie with her. Exactly. So, but, oh, yeah. fuck. I didn't know Michelle Pfeiffer. Hell yeah. yeah. Awesome. So then he offers up that Gwyneth Paltrow was asking why Sam Jackson was there. 
and the other actors were all jumping in saying, what are you talking about? He's Nick Fury. Yes. You've been in movies with He's him. He's been in literally every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I just good for her i mean you're just making your money doing your thing i, I mean, guess, no, of but... course i mean she's she got a fucking great deal because mm -hmm. uh she doesn't have to act that hard in any of these fucking movies yeah uh and yeah. she's making millions of fucking dollars mm -hmm. and she's gonna be the new iron man probably i don't know who cares that's crazy i don't know i'm so, starting i'm starting to feel like the mcu might be running its course it's very possible and i think the, we're and the, the fact uh, that phase phase three is <coughs> over and yeah. we're not getting the Phase 4 movie until, like, 2021 now. Yeah. So I don't know if it's a good idea for them to take a year off. We're also, like... I think a lot of fans are going to kind of fall off now. Oh, it's, like, also the fact that, like, I just... I feel like we're on the downslope of the MCU. The MCU yeah. was awesome when it first started. Honestly, maybe even superheroes in general. That is a possibility. See, I can't say that completely because there are a lot of superheroes out there that you can make good shit from. It's possible. But I wonder if people are just fatigued, you know? Like, I, it, See, it's it's partly people are fatigued, and it's partly the fact that uh, movie studios, because mm -hmm. seeing as how 90% of the movies that come out are owned by one of four studios at this mm -hmm. point. They're just running it into the ground. They're running it into the ground. They've also just like made a formula, like I've always talked about with like Disney. Sony mm -hmm. does the same thing. Fucking Warner Brothers. All of them do the, do the same fucking thing. Yeah. And so now they've just like, because the MCU did so well, that it's just, that's become the fucking equation we're going to have. And mm -hmm. so people are going to get tired of that, man. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it, and it's, a it's bummer. only natural. <clears throat> it's kind of a bummer because there's still a lot of good superheroes out there that if you let people be creative, oh, yeah. you can do good shit with. Absolutely. But no one's going to take a risk anymore. It's like, yeah. it's like I was, what I was yelling about last episode where like, no one's allowed to be creative anymore. It's fucking, you stick to this fucking, you stay in these lines mm -hmm. and you follow this fucking formula. And we're going to make this much, like, you know, X amount millions of dollars. We're going to spend Y amount millions of dollars. So you follow this. We're going to maximize this, our profit. Yeah. This is how much money we're going to make. And you shut the fuck up. I don't care how much of a fucking creative person you are or how much of a story you want to tell. We're not about telling stories. We're about making fucking money. So, yeah, yeah. no, I mean. Don't ever end a story. We need to keep it going so it'll go to the next one. Yeah, no, lead into the next one. Never allowed to end a story. We want to have teasers. You're never credits. allowed to have a standalone film ever. Yeah. That just cannot happen. <laughs> Everything has to have a post credit sequence, mm -hmm. which is one thing that I fucking hate the MCU for, by yeah. the way. I cannot fucking stand that now. Because yeah. now, especially because it's gotten so bad that like there's two post credit sequences. There'll be like one post credit sequence and then there'll be like a giant you know like the rest of the credits of people who worked hard and made this movie right. good and that's the other thing that it's a side effect of it but i am happy that people are sitting there and watching through the credits that's one thing i've almost always done even when i was working at the movie theater, oh yeah i know i you watch through all the credits that. yeah no you should definitely do that those are the it's, real it's people respect. who are making the shit happen yeah. yeah the fucking actor came on set for you know 60 days out of the 180 day fucking schedule mm-hmm and said a couple lines that someone else wrote for him, yeah. and then uh, everyone else made him look good, or right. her look good. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, no, you should definitely respect the credits. I don't know if you necessarily have to watch the credits fully. Yeah, I'm, you should definitely I'm not saying pay read attention. every name, but, yeah. Pay, pay attention, give respect. Mm -hmm. it's, it's the same thing, like, I used to do when I was in uh, theater all the time, where, um... When your credit would roll across the stage. No, but whenever, you know, you would come out for the... For the the uh, bows mm -hmm. at the end of the show i would always pull the um uh the the stage manager out whenever like if 
if I was one of the leads where I had like my own bow that I would step up for, mm-hmm. I would pull the stage manager out for that, and I would make sure that they got the spotlight because they're the real ones who are making it. Do- All I'm doing is saying words that somebody else wrote. It's like it's acting is not fucking hard. Anyone who says it is is a fucking liar. I don't give a fuck <laughs> who they are. It's writing that is hard. It's making shit happen that is hard. Acting is the easiest fucking job in the world. It's so easy that fucking uh, Robert Pattinson is going to be Batman. That's how easy acting is. So don't ever act like it's a fucking hard thing to do. Granted, it did take Leonardo DiCaprio getting raped by a bear to finally win an Oscar. Yeah. But as I said earlier, mm-hmm. Oscars are fucking bullshit anyway. Well, yeah. Make a good movie. Most of my favorite actors and directors don't have Oscars. So. Yeah. Well, that'll lead us into a pretty good transition to the next topic. It's all about actors. Uh, the Forbes list actually came out earlier today. Mm. Listing the highest paid actors of 2019. So between... June 1st of 2018 to June 1st, 2019, because that's the fiscal year for Hollywood. Okay. So uh, at the top of the list is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Excellent. $89.4 million. Does he still go by Dwayne The Rock Johnson, or is he just Dwayne Johnson now? He's mostly Dwayne Johnson, I think. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I am not saying anything bad against The right. Rock. I fucking love The Rock. I've always loved The Rock. Mm-hmm. And then he's even even better. in wrestling, like before he was an Fuck actor. Fuck yeah, yeah, he was the man. Even though I was a big Stone Cold fan, I loved those two going at each other. That was always oh, yeah. good times. Absolutely, classic and then matches. Fucking now, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's even cooler because he's fucking way more jacked, which I always am mm-hmm. for. Like yeah. you should definitely get jacked. Yeah, he's not tested anymore, so he can do all the yeah. steroids you want. Fuck yeah, steroids are amazing. If you're not doing steroids, you're not fucking drying. Is what I say. <laughs> he also like in his fucking uh, like contracts for movies, he has his giant fucking like tent of a gym that follows him everywhere he goes it's like mm. 4,000 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal as he puts it on his Instagram <laughs> he's fucking awesome also check out The Rock's Instagram it's full of just fucking like super positive vibes where oh, he's yeah. just like fuck yeah guys get out there and do what you gotta do even though mm-hmm. he's like the perfect man he's like try to be me right. you can definitely do it and I'll help you The Rock will spot anybody in a gym Absolutely. there's nothing wrong with it and side note, congrats to him. He just got married over the weekend to Did his, really? his girlfriend of twelve years. He's been living with. They've been you know sharing a life together. They got two daughters, and yeah, they finally got married over in She's Hawaii. Have so many last names. She's gonna have to be the wife of the Rock Johnson. I know. Whatever her last name is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the rest of the top ten for the highest earning actors for the last year: Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Seventy six million. Okay. Downey Jr. Sixty six okay, million. So there's two MCU guys. Mm-hmm. Akshay Kumar, I don't know who that is. sixty-five million. He's huge in uh, uh, Bollywood. Good for him. India actor. Yeah. Bollywood's pretty awesome. Yeah, and uh, apparently lucrative. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, number five, Jackie Chan. Love Jackie Chan. Fifty-eight million. One of my favorite movie stars ever. Yeah. Absolutely adore Jackie Chan. Have nothing but respect for that guy. Oh yeah. Because it's two things. One, I'm a huge fan of classic kung fu movies Mm -hmm. which he's obviously great at oh yeah also i'm a huge fan of like 30 silent comedy Mm -hmm. and he also he's all about the slap he's a huge fan of that yeah and he's brought that into a lot of his movies Mm -hmm. and i really enjoyed that so like jackie chan is a fan of film right and doing all his own stunts yeah you gotta give respect for that if nothing else fuck man like there's not a bone on his body he hasn't broken making a movie to make sure it looks cooler Mm mm-hmm so, Jackie Chan's the man. Jackie Chan should be higher up, to be honest with you. Jackie Chan should be making more money than Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> what does Chris Hemsworth do? Do some steroids and look pretty? Yeah. 
Jackie well, Chan's sliding down fucking fat poles full of fucking... Uh, I know, he looked just like me. I was not happy with it. <laughs> Jackie Chan's sliding down poles full of like electricity and getting bitten by dogs. Yeah. And Chris Hemsworth's making more money? That's bullshit. Jackie Chan should be number two. We got a tie for sixth place. $57 million apiece for Bradley Cooper and Adam Sandler. Ooh. Bradley Cooper, actually a pretty good actor. Mm-hmm. Like him a lot. Right. Very talented, for one. Mm-hmm. Also, has really good comedic a- uh, timing, which usually mm-hmm. shows a good actor when they have good comedic timing. And disguises himself well. Oh, yeah. If I hadn't seen in the credits that he voiced Rack- Raccoon, I would not know that. Oh, yeah. It does not sound like Bradley Cooper at all. No. No, he, he's a good voice actor. Mm-hmm. He was also in uh, fucking Emma's favorite movie. Um, uh, what is it? Star is Born. Yeah, Star is Born. Thank you. I was going to say Birth of a Star, which oh, is close. Yeah, close enough, yeah. But uh, and he was really good in that. Yeah, uh, Adam and Sandler directed and produced it too. So Adam Sandler, he uh, f- he's just 50, making a Netflix. Money. Fifty-six million dollars of that fifty-seven million dollars mm-hmm. is fucking Netflix, and the other million is his uh, stand-up. Yeah, on on Netflix. <laughs> Adam Sandler is uh, dead. Let's mm-hmm. be honest here. He used to be awesome in the nineties. Adam Sandler made some really good movies. Yeah, he sucks now. Let's all admit it and move on. Number eight was Chris Evans, with forty-three million. Mm-hmm. Number nine, Paul Rudd, MCU. forty-one million. And number ten, Will Smith. Still Not get, MCU yet, but still close. getting jiggy with it. Thirty-five million over Fuck the last yeah. year. It's still. I mean, it's the millennium. That's yeah. a thousand years, dog. Yeah. It, it doesn't end. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great joke. Yeah, Everyone was, who didn't laugh at that can yeah. eat my fucking balls. I I don't even know how to follow it right now, but yeah, that's your top ten for now. So good for you. Yeah. And good for them. Oh, yeah. Like, I, as much as you hate on Disney, you can't hate these people from taking Disney money. No, it's not their fault. I no. would take Disney money in a heartbeat. Yeah. If fucking Disney came to us and was like, here's a quarter million million dollars each for both of you, I would delete all of our episodes of me talking about how evil Disney is. <laughs> no, I wouldn't even delete it. I would just terribly overvoice it. I'm yeah, just yeah. being like, Disney is great. Sell sure. out with me. Oh, yeah. Sell out. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> sure can't wait for Star Wars Land to open. <laughs> I can't wait to pay $35 for a cocktail. <laughs> you can pick your own Kyber crystals. <laughs> Thank you, Disney. He does not hate Jews. <laughs> That's one for the soundboard right there. Yeah, I'll sell it like a motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, make your money. And the best thing is, is that... Of these ten guys, I would say seven of them are fairly creative dudes Mm -hmm. who will, they'll make their money on, like, the big, like, popcorn, like, empty vanilla movies. Mm -hmm. And then, like, after they make their money and they're all set, they go and make, like, fucking really good movies afterwards. Or, like, do cool shit doing, like, producing or, or, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, doing shit like that. So it's like, fuck yeah, man. These, These are good guys. Oh, yeah. Like, none of these dudes have been involved in any kind of, like, uh, pedophile scandals, which is awesome. Yet, yeah. It's true. I mean... mean, Hemsworth, I mean, come on. Adam Sandler does like him young. That is true. (laughs) Speaking of good guys, Matrix 4... Oh, my God. Have I talked about Keanu Reeves yet? Here's the thing. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. I was like, man, should we really just jump into this? You're like, can you shut the fuck up? Yeah, we have this later. But, yeah... uh, kind of erasing an earlier topic from two episodes ago i guess the whole michael b jordan rumor is out the door yeah and we're now having the matrix Four officially happening with keanu reeves and carrie ann moss coming back and only one of the wachowskis 
Apparently, there's a there's a rift between the. Like, do we call them sisters now, or? How'd... Well, I mean, only one of them is transgendered, right? They both are now. Oh, they're both transgender now. Yeah, they I both decided they were women. Yes, let's just call them the Wachowskis. Okay, so this is Lana Wachowski okay. is going to be writing and directing the film. How about instead mm-hmm. of trying to milk the movie franchise that made you famous, uh-huh. you write a new movie? Yeah, that would be kind of cool, right? But It'd be kind of fun. It's, it's almost got to be interesting if Reeves is actually going to sign on to it, right? Yes. Like I don't know much about Carrie Moss. She might just be doing it for a paycheck. I mean, I'm kind of torn on lately, the fact that like. I don't think he would do it unless because he wouldn't come back to Bill and Ted until they had a good script. That's why it's been thirty years. However, Kiana would also like if one of the Wachowskis was like, "I really want to make this movie. Can you please sign on?" He'd be like, "All right, just to help you out, I'll go ahead and do that." That's Damn fine. it, you're right. Fuck. Like that's the problem. Fuck. Keanu is too nice. I hate you now, Zach. I'm I hate not, you. I'm not okay with. How are you going to do a fourth Matrix? The whole know. point of the third Matrix was that the like the thing reset. Are you just going to remake the first Matrix, basically? I guess. I or, mean, or, or is he going to be Morpheus now? Like, yeah, what the fuck? That's the subheading. Is the Matrix rebooted? I don't know if. Oh my god! Although I'll be honest with you, if they name it that, mm-hmm. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one thousand percent in. I'll be like, you're. You know what? You're right. Mm-hmm. So they interviewed Lana, and many of the ideas that Lily and I explored. So Lily is the, the s- sister. Now. Yeah. Okay. And I, uh, we explored twenty years ago about reality, or even more relevant now. I'm very happy to have these characters back in my life, and grateful for another chance to work with my brilliant friends. I don't. So yeah, that really does almost sound like he's just doing it to be a friend. Yeah. It was just like, they were just like, please, we want to make this so bad and no one's going to watch it if you're not in it. He's just like, God, God damn it. Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. Speaking of Will Smith, by the way, he was almost uh, Neo. Yeah, originally Matrix. cast. Yeah. yeah. And then Keanu came in. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to put that one in the we'll see category. I don't have high hopes for it, which means I might enjoy it if I go watch it. That's true. Because I I, I assume it's going to suck. So basically all it has to do is be okay. And I'll be like, wasn't as bad as that was going to be. So we'll see. I don't know. I I think it's a bad idea. It's it's the same thing I was talking about last episode. It's the same thing I was talking about every other every other episode at this point, which is stop rebooting shit and write a new fucking idea. Just run with it. Be creative. Take a chance. Do something creative. That's literally your job. You're a movie creator. Yeah. Like it's it's the most beautiful job ever. You get to just make your reality a thing that people go to see. Yeah. Take a fucking chance and do something different, man. Which doesn't exactly lead into our next topic but it might because we don't know but i thought this was interesting so uh james bond the 25th film now has a title mm. it's called no time to die so decent enough they die has been in a lot of james bond titles true die another day mm-hmm. live and let die live and let die yeah uh that seems like there's something else there's some forget. more yeah you, you you only die twice, right? Or something uh, like you only that. live twice. You only yeah. live twice. Okay, well, that was close. Still, the live and die paradox. So. Yeah. Live and but, let die was one. Yeah. So this will be Daniel Craig's fifth adventure. Uh, it's going to be coming out. Oh, da- Daniel Craig's going to be allowed to be in James Bond? Yeah, he's coming back for one more. Oh, they I, they backed I, that dump truck of money to his house. So. Well, I thought they were going to recast it as a black woman. I thought that was what James Bond was going to be. That was the rumor for a while, but we had a new script writer now, so. Uh, this is coming out in April of 2020, so pretty big turnaround. I mean, I'm a I'm a big James Bond fan. Yeah, I love the James Bond movies. 
and something else to be slightly excited about. It's being directed by True Detective's Carrie Fukunaga. Can't be mad at that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I'll be honest with you, I have liked Daniel Craig as James Bond so mm-hmm. far. I've liked every movie he's been in. I feel like he's brought a real flavor to James Bond. Right. And although you've liked every one, you got to admit, the odd ones have been the best. Oh, yeah. Casino Royale was good. Mm-hmm. Quantum of Solace, kind of meh. Quantum of Solace I won't say meh. bad, just kind of meh. No, it's definitely meh. Skyfall, really good. Skyfall's a fantastic. Spectre, kind of meh. I kind of like Spectre, though. Okay. Fucking Blofeld was really it, well done. It really was. They did a really good job with that yeah. one. And that whole, uh, like, the, the Day of the Dead chase was a really good fucking scene. Yeah, it was. But No Time to Die's official synopsis has been revealed also. So, Bond is left act- active service. He's enjoying a tranquil life in Jamaica. His peace is short-lived when his old friend Felix Leiter from the CEA of turns up asking for help. The mission to rescue a kidnapped scientist turns out to be far more treacherous than expected, leading Bond onto the trail of a mysterious villain armed with dangerous new technology, played by Rami Malek. Oh, shit! Mr. Robot's gonna be in yeah, this. Yeah, oh, he's shit. the main villain. It's fucking Freddie Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie Mercury takes down James Bond. Mm-hmm. Rami Malek's gonna sing the opening song. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, Malik is the villain. Fukunaga is the director. We got Craig back. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of buying into this. I know. Uh, I remember the one person I know who's a bigger Bond fan than I am mm-hmm. was my friend Kelsey in high school. Okay, she was not a fan of Casino Royale. Really, and was not a fan of Daniel Craig as James Bond. Wow. For one reason, he was blonde. Oh, come on. She was not okay with James Bond come being blonde. On. He's never supposed to be blonde. She had read all of the books, so I got to give her a little bit of... Okay, okay. And I remember telling her, I was like, well, I mean, to be fair, I'm like, you can be blonde when you're younger and your hair gets darker as you get older. I was yeah, like, yeah, this I, mean, is... I, was, I was like, mine's doing it and anyway. Like, I was toe-headed when I was younger, and I've gotten, like, my hair's gotten darker every couple of years. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, well, I've, I've read the ones where he's 12 years old and he's still got fucking dark hair, Zach. And I was like, fair. Okay. But uh, other, other than that, she does admit that they're good movies. Okay. Uh, I don't. I mean, I like James Bond. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. Uh, I mean, that, that's where it all comes from because I mean we're both going to see it eventually. Oh yeah, no, I mean there's no way I'm not going to watch a James Bond movie. Yeah. I I even you've watched, watched the, the previous twenty four. Why why would you yeah, stop now? I even watched the bad ones with like fucking uh, what was it? Uh, her Majesty's Secret Service. Mm-hmm. Moonraker. Moonraker. Moonraker's better than The Living Daylights, at least. Oh, yeah, that's true. What's his fucking name? Dalton, yeah. Yeah, Dalton, who's probably the worst Bond of all time. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite Bond, honestly? My favorite one, really? Mm-hmm. I think I gotta go Connery. He's just gotta go OG, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it might sound basic, but it's yeah, gotta be Connery. I think so. I would say Connery. He just, he brought it to life. Like, even if you don't watch them in order, like, if you're growing up on the Daniel Craig movies, you go back right now and watch a Sean Connery film, like, you're going to fall in love. That's. I mean, I technically, I grew up with the uh, Pierce Brosnan ones, which were good. Brosnan did a decent job. Yeah. They got a little too hokey towards the end there. Mm -hmm. That fucking die another day with, uh, what's her name? Halle Berry. No. Oh. Uh, Christmas Jones. What's what's her? She was in um, oh. Star, Star, oh, Starship yeah, 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 Troopers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's that actress's name? She was in Wild Things, mm-hmm. Starship Troopers. God damn it! What is her name? <laughs> Denise Richards. Jesus. Denise Richards. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. 
No, that was Warden Hunt Enough. Oh, the Warden Hunt Enough. Okay, sorry. Yeah. They're fairly similar, yeah. to be honest with you. I was going to say, I think Diana of the Day is the Halle Berry one. So that's I think why you're I, right, actually. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, that's the one that uh, Madonna did the song, song for. for yeah. Because uh, The World Is Not Enough was, uh, I, think, I think it was Garbage, actually, that did the song for that one. It might be, yeah. And they actually had a pretty cool music video for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, garbage is good. I like garbage. Oh, yeah. But yeah, no, it's Shirley just funny I mean, of Denise Richards being, she's like a nuclear physicist named Christmas Jones, mm-hmm. and she comes out and she's in short shorts and a tank top that barely covers her stomach with her mm-hmm. giant titties coming out. As most scientists are. And then she can't speak English because Denise Richards is a fucking idiot. Nothing <laughs> against Denise Richards, but she's not well, a yeah. smart I person. Mean, Charlie Sheen fucked her stupid, so. Yeah. Well, she doesn't say, uh nuclear correctly she's like nuclear she's like i'm a nuclear scientist i'm like thanks george bush shut the <laughs> fuck up so yeah, yeah that's probably the worst one yeah uh not counting um anything with roger dalton <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> timothy sorry. dalton sorry oh timothy dalton right roger moore however pretty good bond not bad i i put him in top five <laughs> It's only been eight. <laughs> I think there's only been five. I, th- I think there's been eight. Yeah, Connery, Moore, mm-hmm. Dalton, mm-hmm. Craig. Lazenby. Do what? Lazenby. Yeah. Lazenby. Uh, Craig. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's been seven. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I really do think... I really love... Especially Casino Royale. They do that. That movie is so well shot. Mm-hmm. It's it holds up so well. And I just I love Matt Mad, Mad Mickelson also. Oh like, fuck yeah! He's the perfect villain, no matter so what. So good in yeah. that. Speaking of that, I was just watching Hannibal earlier oh. today. Oh yeah, I I know where you're at. That's because yesterday I was watching um, Amazing Silence of the Lambs mm-hmm. and fucking the movie Hannibal mm-hmm. with uh, uh who was it that took over Clary Starling's role? Julianne Moore. Yeah. That was her name. Mm-hmm. Casino Royale is. Honestly, one of my favorite ones. Like, I would put that up there with like Goldfinger. Like, I think that's up in like top five best James Bond movies. It's, uh, I can't argue that. Yeah, it's very, Casino very good. Royale has this fun thing of like, because it's his first mission as like a, a double O. Mm-hmm. There's such a uh, brutality to it where like he hasn't become that gentleman right. spy yeah. yet. He needs to be breaking in. Yeah. yeah, he he's not the gentleman spy yet. He's like fucking jamming dudes in the throat with like a four finger fucking fist, like and like breaking necks and shit and just knocking dudes out mm-hmm. and I kind of love that I also love the fucking music direction's beautiful in that and the very end when he snipes that dude in the fucking knee with oh, the, yeah, and then yeah. like that's when the, the James Bond theme finally plays for mm-hmm. the first time in that movie because he finally has become James Bond yeah it's fucking beautiful you man. just like the whip torture when he's tied naked to the chair I mean what's hotter than a naked Daniel Craig being ball tortured by Mads Mikkelsen who's not gonna jerk <laughs> off to that Emma, back me up on this. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, and also, I will admit, though, Judy Dench is the far better oh, M. M. Yeah. She is the perfect M. She is the M for all time. Yeah. She's my favorite M. Absolutely. She also has the best line ever in Casino Royale whenever he breaks into her house. <laughs> He's like, I always thought M was a just a random assigned uh, letter. I didn't know it stood for. She's like, you say one more word and I'll have you killed. <laughs> <laughs> and she would have. Oh, fuck yeah. And, and not just the character, just Dame Judy Dench. Right, yeah. Daniel if, Craig would have been dead. Yeah. yeah. If need be, Judy Dench will kill you. Yeah. I fully believe that. Judy Dench is one of my... I would not f- fuck with her. Judy Dench is one of my favorite actresses of all time. Yeah. I fucking adore her. And she is a better M than the old school uh, James Bond movies. Mm-hmm. That is one thing, I mean, like, 
obviously Pierce Brosnan is not as good as. Yeah, no, he's definitely not as good as Daniel Craig. He's also not as good as Sean Connery. Oh, yeah. However, he had a way better M Mm. than Connery had. Because Connery's M was, uh, I forget the guy's name, but he was pretty fucking empty. He really Mm -hmm. didn't do much with it. And that's the thing, too. Like, she was so good, she transcended Bonds. She's the only actress, or the only actor to do that. She had, like, three different Bonds, basically, Mm -hmm. I I, I think. And, like, I mean, it's just just Dame Judi Dench walked into that fucking uh, movie set and said, Mm This is my movie. Mm-hmm. This is my role now. You can do whatever you want after I'm done acting because I'm fucking Judy Dench. Fuck you. And she just had she had bigger balls than anyone on that fucking set, dog. She was the best. I love Judy Dench. Yeah. I'm happy to see Daniel Craig still as James Bond. I'm pretty It's happy. almost certainly his last one now though. Oh yeah, 100%. It's got to be, right? Mm. And then uh, it's it's cool to see Rami Malek in it. I hope it doesn't get some like fucking bullshit like oh, we got to put a twist in it to make a fucking storyline kind of thing because yeah. that'll irritate the fuck out of me. It's good to see Felix coming back too. Of course, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Although I'm I'm curious as to where in the timeline this falls into. Yeah. Because he he's retired, but Felix has come back. So is this after all the other ones, or is this before? Spectre happened. Like where? Yeah. Where is this happening? Enlighten me, please, sir. Is what I'm asking. But still, I'm I'm gonna go watch it. Yeah. You can just call a movie, James. Wait, Bond. when is this in April? April eighth. Okay, so that's before your break, where you're gonna yeah. have your no, no. We're, we got like your blackout uh, nine days before that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, I mean, you could literally call a movie James Bond, and like, it'd just be like an hour and a half of a dog licking its own butt but if you had like the music in it and mm. shit like that I'll probably still go see it once at yeah. least I'll be pissed afterwards but I'll still go see it nothing will make you feel fucking harder than that oh like, I know that's, what, that's one of the best workout songs ever by the way if I you're bet. doing like either if you're working on the uh, treadmill mm. or if you're doing like bicep curls and that song comes on you'll fucking you'll pound out 20 times more than you usually do I guarantee it <laughs> she's just like fuck yeah Freedom rests on these shoulders. I gotta stop the Russians. And then, thank God, there's this. That's the thing too. Nu- like... There's this nuclear fucking <laughs> scientist here in her short shorts and giant titties to help me. Yeah, he's British. He's not even American, and you still love him that much. So I mean, you know, it's got to be good. He's a, he's he's a gentleman spy. He's yeah. awesome. Everybody loves Jan- James Bond. Come on, man. We're gonna move into some TV news. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was almost a spit take damn <coughs> hmm. sorry go ahead not that you're surprised at this I can't imagine no just... I'm more just laughing hysterically because I think two episodes ago we talked about uh, Krypton coming to sci-fi mm-hmm. yeah and the fact that season two was about to start but now uh, sci-fi has announced that Krypton is cancelled after season two and the Lobo spinoff they were planning is also dead that's a bummer with two more DC shows on the chopping block so that's mostly why I had this headline also. But well, they I mean, already got rid of the one that I liked, so I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I didn't know if you knew that or not. So I, I still think they fucked up with the Lobo casting. Yeah. You know who they should have used for that? You. Jason Momoa. Oh. He'd have been perfect for fucking Lobo, man. Come on. <laughs> he's not going to do TV at this point. Jason Momoa will do anything. He's just, he does not, he has He's not, a movie star now. No, he's, he's, he is the opposite of Hollywood. He does not give a he? fuck. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, he's just there to have fun, man. He doesn't care. Mm. I forget he's a big movie star now. He would dumb himself down for... Oh, no, he refuses to be that. Oh. Yeah, there's been several interviews where he's like, yeah, if I ever get Hollywood, somebody fucking punch me in the jaw, please. Oh, wow, okay. He's just like, nah. Well, I apologize then. 
That yeah. guy, all he cares about is making more babies with his beautiful wife and then <laughs> surfing. That's about it. Oh, and the health of the ocean. Okay. Because he actually is Aquaman. Oh, okay. We actually found that out now. That makes so. sense. But no, tell me that wouldn't be a great Lobo casting. Seriously. It really would. You just yeah. paint him white and fucking put the like dreadlocks on him and shit yeah. like that. That'd be fucking perfect. So yeah. low ratings are, are apparently the culprit for the I, cancellation. I, I gotta laugh at that because like it was there like three episodes ago. I was like, yeah, season two of Krypton yeah. started. I'm like, well, I haven't watched the first season. I'll check it out. It's like, no. Krypton's done. So is fucking Lobo. Get the fuck out of here. And Lobo was the one thing I was kind of excited about. Yeah, I like Lobo. That's why I had that article. I was like, oh, you'll be excited for this. This fucking guy played Lobo is jacked as shit. Look at those abs. Oh yeah. Fucking wash my shirt on that shit. Yeah, apparently season one was the most watched season for any scripted series on sci-fi since 2015's Defiance. But if I haven't un- watched that yet, but I need to. Unfortunately, it takes place in St. Louis. That's why yeah. I, I want to watch it. Unfortunately, that momentum didn't carry over to season two, apparently. I mean, when was the last good thing sci-fi had? Uh, fucking uh, Serenity? Or Firefly, I mean? Sorry. Well, that was on Fox. Okay, so yeah. yeah. Sci-fi, I mean, they had... Stargate for a little bit. Mm-hmm. They had Stargate Atlantis, yeah, starring Jason Momoa. So was he really in the, in the second season? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's Ronan. That. He's one of the guys in Stargate. It's mm-hmm. actually like his first role. He's really good in it. Oh. And he's fucking gorgeous. He's beautiful man. But uh, who is this fucking nerd? That's the guy playing uh, Superman's dad. You're shitting me. Mm-hmm. That's fucking uh, no, not Kal El. Yeah, Jor. Jor-El. Yeah, that's Jor-El. Yeah, Are you yeah. shitting me? Mm-hmm. On the sci-fi show Krypton, yeah. He's 19 years old. How mm-hmm. is he fucking Jor-El? Right, well, this is, you know, on Krypton. This is the build-up to Superman's lineage. They're going to build it up for 20-something fucking years? That was the plan, what but the canceled in season two, so... He looks like he should be on fucking, uh, uh, what's that shitty-ass TV show? Riverdale. He looks like he's on Riverdale, man. What the <laughs> fuck? No, he's your Kryptonian leader. That is fucking terrible. I am not okay with that. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't watch this. Uh, apparently, though, Warner is currently shopping Lobo around to other outlets to see if they can pick Give it, it up. Give it to HBO and cast fucking Jason Momoa. I guarantee you, you will make millions of dollars. It's one of the things. There are talks to potentially move Krypton to the DC Universe or to HBO Max. I guarantee you, it's a five-minute phone conversation to get Jason Momoa signed on. Yeah. Be like, hey, you're going to be an interstellar bounty hunter with white skin. We're going to paint you up for that, and you can just show your abs off the whole time. You smoke cigars, and you ride a Harley around, and you just, like, fucking take dudes down. And he'd be like, fuck yeah, man, let's do that shit. What are we waiting for? Why are you calling me? Just get the fucking costume going. I'll be there in two days. What are we waiting for? <laughs> oh, what yeah. is this gay-ass fucking leather outfit he's wearing on that picture? Uh, main reason I did bring it up is uh, these aren't the only comic book based shows sci-fi's canceled this year they've also put the kibosh on Deadly Class and Happy Yeah. ending the shows after one and two seasons respectively I mean I didn't expect Deadly Class to get that far yeah. I'm a big fan of Deadly Class and I like mm-hmm. it a lot it is not made for well, a we still need show. to check it out like Oh, yeah, for sure. No, I'm going to watch it. And I love Deadly Class. It's not made for a TV show. You have to do that, like, animated. Yeah. Make it cheap. They really did. It's a really good story, but it's not going to hit, like, the majority of people. Whenever it's like, hey, like, literally the main hero's goal is to assassinate Ronald Reagan Mm -hmm. because his parents didn't make enough money. Yeah. And he goes to a high school full of assassins. Right. What's wrong with that? You're, you're, it's kind of a niche market. You're not going to hit like the main, like, 
hey, well, now that uh, Wheel of Fortune's over, let's watch Deadly Class. Yeah. Like you, They fucked up by going too big in the first place. Right. Take it niche, get the big hits, try hard for it, and then you'll get the fucking money. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Now, the next bit of TV news. I know you've probably the seen. gay-ass leather outfit he's wearing, by the way. It's I just need to announce oh, that. Oh, God, his beard pisses me off. He has a manicured, shaved beard, mm-hmm. and nothing irritates me more than that. That's how they did it on Krypton. You know that. Well, I'm glad it blew up then. Fuck him. <laughs> Fucking uh, Kurt Russell. Or no, not Kurt Russell. Who was it? It was the other one. Who was Superman's dad in the Superman movie? Brando. No, in the the newer one. The oh, oh. Superman. Uh, from Fe- Kevin Costner. Kevin. No, it wasn't Kevin Costner. It was. It was not. It was. No. Yeah. In the Man of Steel movie? Yeah. No, it was not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely not. It was not Kevin Costner. There's no fucking way. Russell Crowe, Jor-El. Kevin Costner, Jonathan Kent. No, Co- Jor-El is what I was talking about, you fucking cunt. You're such a prick. That's Superman's dad. No, I mean, that is true. I agree with that. But I was just, just thinking of, like, Russell Crowe's fat face and those mm-hmm. fucking stupid-ass uh, outfits they put him in. Yeah. So the other bit of TV news was uh, just the ultimate orgasm for me. I'm sure you've seen it, but I, I just need to Have vocalize it. ultimate orgasm? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, you've seen the news for it. I just I need to vocalize my happiness and uh, let everybody know that uh, Netflix has ordering ordered a continuation of the He-Man cartoon, and it's going to be a showrunner and executive producer is Kevin Smith. I'm in. Oh my God! Wasn't a big fan of He-Man, but I'm in with anything Kevin Smith makes. Oh, oh I can't wait. I mean, I wasn't a big fan of Christian or uh, Catholicism. I still like Dogma. So. Yeah. It's going to call it uh, Masters of the Universe Revelation. Oh. And it's picking up right where the uh, original series left off. There was a plot to that? Yeah. Okay. Of course. I just remember he had uh, the fucking the battle tiger that changed. Yeah. And he wore that gay-ass, like, BDS&M harness <laughs> at all times. You mean that totally manly? I mean, it, yeah, sure. There's nothing yeah. more manly than getting fucked in the ass. I agree. <laughs> I mean, I'm not against He-Man. I just like to make fun of how gay it is. It's the same thing with, like, Beastmaster. Remember how gay that show was? Yeah. (laughs) For this new iteration, the animation is being done by Powerhouse Animation, who has worked on the Netflix Castlevania series. That's pretty good. Have have you watched that yet? I did, yeah. It's pretty good job shit. That's going to be good animation. I remember, like, I pulled Mm -hmm. that up just because I was a huge fan of the Castlevania games. Mm -hmm. I was like, fuck, I love Castlevania. i got to watch this. Then, like, two episodes in, I was like, this is really well yeah, This is a written. better story than any like, of the games had. I'm like, this, the games didn't even try to make a story. They just had really good music and tank controls. Yeah. <laughs> and you fought cool monsters. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. I love Castlevania. But yeah, I, I just love this Kevin Smith quote when they asked him about it. I'm eternally grateful <laughs> to Mattel TV and Netflix for entrusting Son me of a bitch. with not only the secrets of Grayskull, but also their entire universe. In Revelation, we pick up right where the classic era left off to tell an epic tale of what may be the final battle between He-Man and Skeletor. <gasps> Brought to life with the most metal character designs powerhouse animation can contain in the frame, this is the Masters of the Universe story you always wanted to see as a kid. I love it. I'm so in. Which is kind of weird, because he was a little <laughs> bit grown for being a He-Man fan. It's Kevin Smith. Come on, man. I know. I just had to say one negative thing, because it's so good. It's so many good things for me. This is the same guy who uh, stood on top of the fucking Quickie Mart that he worked at, because he thought he looked more like Batman from 89 mm-hmm. with his girlfriend. Come on. I know. I'm not talking anything bad here. However, he's going to... 
if there's anyone who can bring a childlike glee to a series mm-hmm. and it's not Kevin Smith, name him because I don't know who it is. Yeah. It'll be fucking fantastic. Yeah. I can't wait, dog. Yeah. No, this is going to be awesome. I'm definitely oh, yeah. in. So I, it's, uh, either late next year or early 2021. I was going to watch like. it anyway, but mm-hmm. now that I know that Kevin Smith's involved, I'm definitely going to watch it. Nice. For sure. Right, we just got a few topics left. I want to get a little bit of video game news. Okay. So I kind of want to get your opinion. I know you're a big Overwatch fan. Mm-hmm. Overwatch now has a role queue for both quick play and competitive. So no matter how you play, they restrict you now. I wanted to kind of get your opinion on this. How so? I mean, like, what do I mean? So you get two tanks, two supports, and two damage dealers. Oh, I don't like that. A lot of people seem to not like it. I don't like that either. So I kind of wanted to get somebody who's actually played it, because I haven't really played it much. So I mean, granted, I haven't played Overwatch in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, back in the day, I played Overwatch. Yeah. I mean, daily. I was putting hours in. I was a big fan of it. I was mm-hmm. playing, not competitive as in, like, money, but I was playing a lot of, like, competitive playlists. And yeah, putting, the competitive mode, yeah. And I was putting, like, six, seven hours a day in. Trying to rank up, yeah. Yeah, and, like, you know, I usually played a support character. Okay. Uh, I was a big Mercy guy, pretty much Mercy main okay. for the most part, because you need healers. Mm-hmm. I don't like the idea of like, like, uh, restricting how the team is played out. Yeah, because there are different ways. Like there are different. Um, Overwatch has been very good about balancing their characters, where there are good uh, um, comps for different, like what you're trying to do. Okay, like you can play like three tanks and two supports and like one DPS and if that DPS is really good at like dealing headshots and the tanks can stay together and not stretch too far and the healers can still perform damage while they're doing it mm-hmm. you can do a good job I mean I've won games where I was literally the only support and I had no tanks really I've won games where there was no supports and I was the only tank and we've still won just because you can play it right okay I don't like the idea of like fucking Making sure that it has to be this, this, and this, yeah. because then you're, you're you're taking out all the the strategy. Like you don't always need two supports. Sometimes you want to go one tank, one support, two defense, and like one DPS or something like that, depending on like who you want to play and who who you main, who you're good with, yeah. what what map you're on. There's a lot of shit going on there. I don't yeah. like the idea of being like you yeah. have to play it this way. Yeah. Now this is how you do it. You you match make for a specific role first. Then you enter a game, and only then you choose your applicable hero. That's fucked. Going a step further, the roll queue will limit team compositions to an evenly split 2-2-2 two, two, two structure. I don't like it. So the days of filling out your team with three tanks and three supports are gone. That's fucked. Because apparently it was dominating too much as well. Of why course. They... Yeah, no, that's the best way to go. It's good yeah. for you, three tanks and three supports. Is it really? Yeah, because your tanks are just like, they can, they're just, I mean, they're tanks, so they're just eating damage mm-hmm. and doing damage the whole time, and then you have three supports, so as long as they're just smart healing enough, them up and... Like, buffing them. And... As long as they're smart enough to stay behind the tanks, they don't die, and then they can keep those tanks alive. Okay. So, I mean, I guess I can understand where they're coming from almost, but it's just, I mean, maybe put that in the competitive mode only. Mm-hmm. But to put it in competitive and quick play, that's not cool. Because, like, that was the whole fun about quick play is, like, every now you and then... you do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, yeah, like, every now and then people would fuck around, like, we'd go... Like, there was quite a few times where, like, I had just smoked a bowl or something like that, and I was playing Overwatch, mm-hmm. and I had my... Uh, microphone in and me and the other five people on the team had also just smoked a bowl and be like let's go all mercy let's just fuck around (laughs) like like it just it was fun it was just like a joke i can almost understand it i think it should be a separate version of the competitive uh queue where it's 
competitive team shows kind of thing where it's like you have to play by this. Hmm. But still keep the other ones there and let people have their freedom to have fun with it. That's kind of a bummer, man. I don't yeah. like that. It sounded weird, but I, yeah, I wanted to get somebody's opinion who's actually played. So. No, I'm not a fan. I mean, granted, I'm the guy who's been yelling for the last, I don't know, two years because I'm a mercy. Where I'm like, can I please get a fucking tank to keep me alive because I have no fucking health and I'm trying to keep you cocksuckers alive. <laughs> so, I mean, part of me is happy that I know I'll have a tank. However, I mean, I was a good mercy because of the fact that I was able to fucking work through To adapt. That. Yeah. Or I played Zenyatta, who's fucking awesome. Right. He's a robot who's basically like the robot Buddha. And he just like floats and he throws like healing orbs and damage orbs at the same time. Oh, oh like he's that. also support. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's pretty much all I played was support. I would play support or tank. That was it. I occasionally got to play DPS if nobody else was playing yeah. DPS. No, I don't like this at all. Like, I just I hope that they're able to figure it out and like maybe just put one playlist for something like that mm-hmm. where you have to play a certain role. But don't take it away from everything, man. That's yeah. not cool. Let so. people have because like some of the most fun you'll have is like everyone playing Winston or something like that or like some crazy character that doesn't matter. Yeah, so this was over a week ago. I haven't really seen anything since then, so maybe they might have updated it again. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll be honest with you. When I get home tonight, I'm gonna probably put Overwatch in just to get the the updates downloaded so I can yeah. play it soon. Because I I haven't played it in probably a year. Yeah. Oh, and there's a couple new characters in probably for you. Yeah, I haven't played uh, since before Hammond. I think was the last time that I played. Okay. So, and I was still a big uh, Mercy. Cause I love playing Mercy. She's <laughs> awesome. Plus, she's got the she got the cutest skins. Whenever she's a little Halloween witch, she's fucking adorable. <laughs> and last few are pretty quick topics. Just kind of Although, uh, throwing that, it out there. That being said, May is Bay. <laughs> May is my favorite character. All right, go ahead. Sorry. That's all right. I'm I'm done talking to Overwatch. <laughs> so our next topic. Oh shit. We mentioned before Final Fantasy VIII, the remastered coming out, and uh, we finally have a release date for it now. Ooh. It's coming out September third. So this a, year? Yeah, just a few weeks away. Where the fuck am I supposed to buy this? <laughs> I know. Coming to PS4, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, and Steam. Oh fuck. September the third. Looks like fifteen dollars, which isn't that bad. No, I'm definitely gonna pay that. Yeah, I. I'm ready to play through it again, for sure. Final Fantasy VIII is my favorite one, man. Yeah. Everyone talks shit on me. I know. We, we brought it up in a podcast I know, yeah, before, no, yeah. That, that's fair, but I mean... <sighs> yeah. So yeah, September 3rd, just a few weeks away. Do they away. fuck up the gameplay? Is it the like the Final Fantasy XV like, uh, continuous action kind of thing, or is it actually turn-based? No, it's actually turn-based. They do add a couple of mods to it, but those are all optional. You can turn them on... You know, as you see fit. Okay. So you can turn off random encounters. So you can just run around oh, straight no. to the bosses. You, you got to keep those on because you got to uh, grind you, levels. You though. do, but every once in a while you get kind of tired of it. And, you and you've also got to fucking, you know, you got to junction fucking spells. You yeah. got to make sure you got them. And then there's a uh, 3x speed that you can turn on to kind of move things along okay. a little bit in the battles okay. and stuff fair. like that. Especially those GF animations. Oh you know. my god, they're so bad. Yeah. They take so long. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm probably turning that on. And then uh, there was something else too. I don't remember the third one. But there's three different mods you can turn on. Yeah, Final Fantasy VIII is definitely my favorite Final Fantasy. Yeah, I really think so too. It, okay. It's the best story at least. I would say eight, ten, seven. Yeah. I think that's the way I would put the three of them. Because ten is really fucking good too, man. Okay, so game speed boost X3, no random encounters, and battle assist options. So you can turn it on and it auto battles for you. Oh, uh, okay. 
I mean, I'm okay with giving it the option at least, really, if yeah. you don't want to go through it. Right. Oh my god, I can't wait. I'm, I'm gonna get like a fucking. I'm gonna get a Domino's pizza and a fucking two liter mm. Mountain Dew and kick him out of the house for 12 oh, yeah. hours. And I'm just gonna sit in front of that TV. And for a fun topic, a little disappointing. I don't know if you saw this. They released uh, the full list of everybody who's coming to the DLC for Mortal Kombat 11. And uh, as we thought, there was going to be an Ash announcement. There's not an Ash announcement. There's no Ash yet, let's be honest here. There's no Ash announcement. It's got to be coming. So the announced character is Shang Tsung, which is available now. Yeah. Nightwolf, also available now. Terminator, the T-800 model. By the way, his fucking character model is awesome. Yes, it is. <laughs> coming October 8th. Sindel coming November 26th, which we knew about. The Joker. I fucking hate the Joker one, by the way. Like coming his, January 28th. His character model, he looks like a shitty cosplayer. I'm really not a fan of it. Yeah. And, th- and they gave him fuckboy bangs. <laughs> Why don't you just put a bullet in his fucking brain? And then we get Spawn on March 17th. Well, I mean, I guess we know what Todd McFarlane was doing instead of making really good uh, <laughs> cover arts. Yeah. So they even call it out <laughs> in this article. Uh, all these DLC key characters were featured in data mines that found their way online earlier this year so none of this should come as a surprise to the hardcore mortal kombat faithful what is surprising though is the conspicuous absence of evil dead's ash played by bruce campbell despite deconfirmation by the actor himself many people were expecting the goofy chainsaw wielding nut job to make an appearance in this pack the name ash was included in the data mine and the combat pack teaser trailer even ended with a chainsaw sound effect, which we mentioned earlier yeah. in a different podcast. Yeah, no, we, we watched the whole trailer together. Mm-hmm. But given that there are other data mine names yet to put in appearance, including Wing God Fujin and Shokin Warrior Shiva, there's still a sliver of hope for Evil Dead fans. Although it should be noted that Ash could be a shortened form of lesser-known Mortal Kombat character Ashra. No, there's no way. But why that chainsaw sound, <clears throat> though? Exactly. Did a deal fall through? Did NetherRealm Studios have further surprises planned? Or did we all just believe a little too hard because we wanted to? I think there'll be something else coming out. Do you? Bruce wouldn't do this to us. Bruce wouldn't do this to us. There's no way. It seemed like he was playing pretty coy. Like, you know. know, He was definitely fucking around, but I think he knew what he was doing. Mm Mm-hmm. Although, it does help me in the fact that now that I know that Final Fantasy VIII's remaster is coming out soon, I don't have to buy Mortal Kombat 11 immediately. There I can you wait go. until Ash comes out, and yeah. that's what I'll buy it. Which won't be until after March of next year, at least. So. Mm-hmm. I still think, like, there's no way Ash isn't going to be in there. I mean, they they I mean, they had him fucking around on Twitter. Mm-hmm. There was that chainsaw noise. The name Ash was in the data mines. Mm-hmm. If it's not, this is probably the greatest troll of all time. <laughs> However, it's also going to fuck over probably... 30% of your fan base yeah. is going to be like fuck you yeah. a lot of people probably bought it already just expecting that you know? oh, we no, were I, about to you almost pulled the trigger on no, the last sale I I was saying the whole time I was like if they confirm Ash is in this game I will fucking buy the collector's edition right now Yeah, they never confirmed it Yeah, and so they're still they're still fucking cock teasing me right now so we'll see what happens I still think that Ash is going to be in the game Okay, I think it's going to happen Ashley Williams is going to be there there you go. That's a Zach guarantee. And we're going to shop smart. We're going to shop S smart. All you primitive savages, listen up. No, primitive screwheads. Screw Sorry, heads. my bad. Right. This is my boomstick. Top of the line. <laughs> Clock two. Barata. 
<laughs> I said it. I said it. I yeah. said it. <laughs> I didn't say exactly every s- syllable, but I, I pretty much said the gist. I got uh-huh. it. Yeah. <laughs> what are you coming to me for? Oh, God. I fucking love the Evil Dead movies so much. Well, I, just, I fucking love Evil Dead, man. It's just so good. I'm so ready to watch those with them. We got to get that playing soon. I know. I cannot it's wait It's almost for Halloween that. season coming up. So. That's. I think we should definitely do it like sometime yeah. in October. We yeah. should just have an Evil Dead night. We'll, nice. just, we'll, we'll make her watch all the movies. Yeah. I like it. We'll do the first three. If we start it early enough, we can watch the remake. Okay. If not, we'll watch the remake later on. Okay. So we look at it. And then all three seasons of the show. Oh, my God. That's such, such a good show. <laughs> I think she's going to like Evil Dead 2 the most, I'll be honest with you. You do? I think that's the one that she's going to really like. I see her more of as an Army of Darkness fan. I think she's not going to be a fan of the uh, tree raping a woman. Yeah, yeah, the first one. The first Evil Dead. I think she's not going to be chill with that. Yeah. I've seen it. I've seen the first Evil Dead, bitch. You've told me you haven't seen it. No, I told you that is the only one I have seen. And you said you didn't remember it. I mean, not super well. I'm... That's another thing. I'm, I'm going to need your help for that. So uh, my uh, left arm, I have a pretty open sleeve for that, for my tattoos. I have oh. like a bunch of different tattoos on my okay. left arm. I want to get some kind of an Evil Dead tattoo, and I want to mm. get your help for it. Okay. I want to see what you think would be good. Right. I mean, that's not going to be an off-the-cuff thing. I'm going to think about it. I'm oh, gonna... no, of course. I mean, it's, it's okay. not going to I didn't gonna know if you were throwing it to me like to announce it here you know, on the podcast. I'm, I'm like... Actually, I'm getting ready to drive there right now. Okay. Well, so... shit. All right. Although, that being said, because I pretty much left my left arm open for just like my smorgasbord of random shit that I like. Okay. I will at some point. You know what? If we hit a million subscribers. A million? Jesus. We, if we hit a million subscribers. So never. We will have an online poll. Okay. And the listeners can choose mm-hmm. what my next tattoo will be. All one million of them? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is all things that are going to happen years down the road. Anyway, okay. I, I don't okay. have the money for a tattoo right now anyway. That's true. Yeah. I'm thinking down the line. Okay. But I'm saying, if we hit a million subscribers, uh-huh. I will let the listeners start a poll right. and pick what tattoo I get. Well, there you go. Tell I'm your gonna, friends, everybody. I'm get us up to a million. One caveat in that I'm not getting a swastika anywhere on me, especially on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go with the, you know, oh, I can't do this. That's going to be the first one. (laughs) All the exceptions. That'll be the number one choice. It'll just be like, it won't even be on the face. It'll be like on the left tit, like Mm -hmm. Edward Norton in American History X. (laughs) And it'll say, not welcome here around this. (laughs) (laughs) Which, to be fair, would be hilarious. It would, would because you're the biggest socialist I know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm definitely, I mean... If it's funny enough, I might let him tattoo a swastika on me somewhere, but definitely mm-hmm. not, not on the face or hands. That shit's not happening. It's got to be somewhere I can hide it. And then I'm going to tattoo myself under it that'll just say, this is from a podcast, I'm sorry. Yeah. He's not welcome here. <laughs> well, that's the end of our topics. So. I haven't watched that movie in a while. That's a really good movie, though. If you want to kick us on out of here. Are you in it? We got no questions or anything? No questions, no comments, no must, no fuss, no coconuts. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you had as much fun as we did. You know what? Thank you for recording this with me. Oh, of course. Always. I don't thank you enough on air. It's a fun show. I really like that we do this. Don't feed my ego. It's going to make the show worse. It's already bad enough. I do, though. I like when we do this. No, this is a good time. I like hanging out with you. 
podcasting is the shit. Man. This is the only time I've hung out with you since the last time we recorded. It it has been a little. I mean, it's been yeah. two weeks, but it's, it's just not that long. But still. I mean, you know, it is. My heart uh, needed some Zach. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm the best. I agree. Thanks for listening. I know I had a lot of fun. I always love uh, podcasting. It, it, it's a good time. As always, if you had a good time, make sure to tell all, all your friends. Also, make sure to follow the podcast at the A to Z Show. That's it on Twitter. That's the number two, of oh, course. Oh yeah, of I course. mean you're not a fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh, make sure to also follow both of us. America's sweetheart is at big guy A C V. That's me. And then you can uh, follow your favorite worst comedian at Melch Knows Best. M E L C H Knows Best. We always ask, and please keep sending them in, questions, comments, concerns, topics, anything like that. We will literally talk about anything. Send those into the uh, into the Twitters. And if you don't want to be associated on Twitter with us, which I get, you can also email us, ask at gmail.com. There you go. So, you know, if you, if you got like a longer kind of diatribe like you're the fucking uh the the oklahoma city bomber or something like right. that and you want us to read your fucking manifesto on air which yeah. i will however i will fucking make fun of the entire time and make sure everyone knows how much of a fucking loser you are mm-hmm. or if you're long-winded like zach trying to close out a podcast like just send it to the gmail yeah just fucking <laughs> just send that shit to the gmail that's the new that's that's the first t-shirt this will that this podcast will ever make send it to the gmail <laughs> No, but seriously, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. We love you so much. I know I had a fucking ball. And um, seriously, though, make sure tomorrow morning when you wake up, you go out there, you find someone you care about, and you tell them that you love them. And make sure that they know that they're important. And you guys are important because we love you. So I love you guys. I love you, Varble. I love you, Emma. And I will see you guys uh, next week.